Oh God, I wish. If they were, they'd kill it. Oh yeah. They'd crush it here. Giant Thanksgiving sandwich. Turkey. Giant Thanksgiving sandwiches is the topic tonight. Is that the title of the podcast? Could be. (laughs) But that is just an early April Fool's joke. We're only going to be talking video games, TV shows, movies. You're always starting with off-topic stuff, and today you're like, yeah, not talking about your sandwich, we're talking about (laughs) video games and movies. We're on topic today. Listen, the past couple months, I don't know what came over me, but I was going into Aliens, Uh, Crypto and Hacking, I got into the the Deep Web stuff. Yeah. I'm getting serious. Okay. And we're going to be the most serious (laughs) podcast. It doesn't have anything to do with the crash of crypto, you don't want to talk about it? (laughs) I don't know what came over me, I have now turned a leaf. As they say. A leaf. A new oh, one. Oh, turned over a new leaf. I've I thought turned... you were trying to say aloof. I was like, what? <laughs> That's it. I've no, turned a leaf. I've turned a leaf. <laughs> There's no more jokes on this podcast. It's only seriousness. Well, I would like to put forward a motion to okay. talk about <laughs> Strangers of Paradise. <laughs> well, <laughs> I said serious and you went to the goofiest game on planet Earth. What is this? Oh, I was just joking. It's a uh, demo. We played it on... Hey, if you haven't seen it yet, we played that demo on stream. We played a demo on stream, but I want to actually... Let's keep with the serious theme. I want to thank someone here. I want to thank Kenny for being here. Yeah, thank you for being here. Of course. As our guest, Jacob is out on assignment. We sent him to research... Game Pass... Game Pass? Which, believe it or not, 300 titles for $15 a month. I hope you know that. Cover up the Sony pillows I got, guys. Um, no, Jacob is researching uh, what happened to E3, and will it ever happen again? What kind of research, like a Vice expose, like Jason Schreier, or is it more like... It's Jason Schreier, so he's peeking in and going, how long? He's, he's okay. telling how long they're working on E3. Oh, okay. He's going to see if they're going Apparently not time. that long this year. <laughs> he's, he's checking their Apparently this happy. is what it looks like when they work yeah. eight hours. No overtime. <laughs> he's checking their time cards to make sure they're not... When they work yeah. from home and work eight hours <laughs> a day. Jacob got there and went, why did I even have to research? This thing sucked. Um, no. Uh but thank you, Kenny. And we've got Travis, who I also want to thank. This is going to be a thank cast. Okay. And me and my wife, we'll get to it much later on. We've been watching a lot of Tom Hanks movies. So we're having a hankathon. Oh. <laughs> and this is a thanks cast, but maybe it's a Hanks cast. <laughs> who knows? That shouldn't be as funny as it is. Um, but I want a thanks cast to, I want to cast the thanks to Travis for streaming our E3. Oh, yeah. yeah. The E3 might have not been good, but I thank you for... Yeah, well, it worked out great. Thanks Uh, for the opportunity. See, so what happened this past month, I've only got like one game I've played because me and my wife went on a giant Route 66. Loser. Yeah. One game? Yes. What did you do while you were driving? I played that one game, (laughs) Dragon Quest. But what I was going to say was I was looking at this trip and I was like, this is a fun trip, cool. Oh God! And we're we're driving out west. E three is going to go on. How are we going to do this? So we already planned it. Travis manned it. So I want to thank him. Yep. It was a Happy. weird one. So if you want Happy to check to that out, it. we got uh, Xbox. We did Nintendo, Square Enix, and, and Nintendo. Yep. Um, the Xbox and Square Enix are pretty funny to see, and Nintendo's 
Miss Nuno, I think, was the... I think definitely, it had to be the best. It had one. to be the best. I think like, in retrospect, I know we were down on them in the moment. The Nintendo show was actually pretty good, all things considered. Considering what they were up against, yeah. And <laughs> honestly, the Xbox One, it it wasn't it wasn't awful. It yeah. just kind of like was it needed a, like a, a better couple gameplay reveals. Yeah, uh, it just you know it 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 was all right. It treaded water, yeah. which they do. But. Yeah. Because last year we... Xbox, great at treading water. Last year we didn't have any three at all. But we had, yeah. like, some companies put out little things. Didn't, didn't Nintendo and other people put out, like, a little um, blip thing? Xbox or, did a, a showcase around when E3 would have been. Okay. And Nintendo did as well. It was the same as this year, just there wasn't the yeah. E3 branding on it. Yeah. But it was kind of like this, where then Sony was a few weeks later, Square Enix was earlier. I'm sorry, I can't get this water open. It was similar to last year, but a little bit more overlap in terms of timing. Hanks, give me your power. (laughs) Have you guys seen that video? This this is not to get political, but this video I I keep quoting this. There's a video where a guy is getting pulled over. I don't know, like if the cop is like, "Oh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to ask you to step out," or he did something. I don't know what was wrong. Whatever happened. But the, the guy says, no, I can't do this. He starts rolling up the window on the cop. And not to get into all the politics of this, but the cops, they start drawing their arms, and he's streaming live on, like, Facebook. And he goes, Donald Trump, if you can hear me, Donald Trump, please help me. So <laughs> whenever I'm having trouble, there we go. Thank you, Donald Trump. I always go, Donald Trump, oh can you God. please, if you can hear me. He has his hands up, and there are, like, guns to the vehicle, like, tasers and stuff. And they broke the glass, and... You know, Donald Trump did not show up. Spoiler alert. Well, you know, with you watching Tom Hanks movies, it brings up one of my favorite topics, which is Chet Hanks. <laughs> yeah, Chet Hanks. That dude. Chet Hanks. He speaks in a Jamaican accent. He never wears a shirt. And he said it was going to be White Boy Summer. White Boy Summer. Uh, that turn out? I don't know. Uh, my favorite was when his parents got COVID when that was all starting, and he did a shirtless like Twitter. It was a Twitter over like Twitter video, like "Yo, they're gonna be good. They're yeah. chill. They're chill." Like, and it's just like, what a way to represent I, your family yeah, at this moment. I remember we were worried in the group chat, like if Tom Hanks has it, that we went on red alert. Yeah, our our group chat. But then Chet, once Chet came in and said. <laughs> Yo, they're good. I think he did say something like, "Yo, they they're popping." Oh yeah, it they, was something like it was something he said, slang. He said they, they ain't. What did he say? Yeah, they ain't, fr- they ain't they, fronting or yeah, snipping or what he said it? something. They ain't tripping. They ain't tripping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. My dad, like, my mom. They ain't tripping though. So we kept saying they the group chat. Though. Hey, Hanks is a tripping tripping zone. So Chet Hanks. Are there any Chet Hanks movies? Not yet. I think that's going to be in the works. Maybe Tom will hand presence. over like the mantle. You know, like how they gave Captain America's shield to Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that'll, uh, that'll that'll be what happens. Maybe Tom Hanks will hand the Oscars. He's going to be the next Woody. <laughs> Yo, Buzz. Buzz. Don't man. be tripping, Buzz. He's going to go Buzzman. <laughs> Buzzman, don't be tripping. <laughs> Bumbaclap. Oh my. But well, yeah, we'll see what goes on with that. Uh, Toy Story 5. Yeah. Speaking of E3 and weird celebrity things, during the um, the Summer Games Showcase yeah. that Jeff Keighley did, which I guess technically is an E3 competitor. It's technically not part of E3. I didn't know what that was. He, so, so I he's, read... He's going he, up against them. He's doing his own, like, he's like summer... It's like the summer version of the Game Awards. Yeah. It's his own thing. It's yeah. not in the same town. And he is he's openly said, I don't like ESA. I'm doing my own thing. That might be the new thing. Because they got Elden Ring. They got Elden Ring, and they showed a bunch of games, and we missed all that. 
But they had Jeff Goldblum. Um, I don't even think he knew what he was introducing because they just put him on the screen and he said, uh, I want to. Uh, I want you to imagine. And he kept calling oh, Jeff Keeley Geoff. He said, Geoff? <laughs> he said, Geoff, I want you to imagine a world with chaos. And they're trying to rein in the chaos. And he just like went on a rant and then they showed a Jurassic Park game. And it was like, he doesn't even know what he's introducing. Yeah. He's just... They said, Jeff, just go on a rant. Go on a Jeff Goldblum rant. So, I love 90s actors. I love Tom Hanks. I love Jeff Goldblum. Just watch Twister. I love Bill Paxton. Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. Helen Hunt was great in Twister. That's who her name is, right? I don't know. Helen Hunt, the main girl in Twister. I don't, I don't remember. The blonde chick. Okay. Watch well. that in uh, fourth grade when they were talking to us about tornadoes. <laughs> I've just been getting on a 90s movie. Now, watch out. Lately. Here's what happens. That, if they showed that, is case, that the one where the tornado hits the lake and catches on fire? And isn't that... I don't know if it catches on fire, but yeah, like there's five levels of tornadoes. Yeah, right, right. And there's like level one, level yeah. two. It's like a video game. Yes. That movie is. It's like level one, level two. Level I just three. remember the tornado and the level hitting two the lake. Is, their level two is these two little twisters that are on the lake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> I watched that recently. I, I don't think I'd ever seen it or saw it when I was a kid, like parts on TV, but I love, spoiler alert for those that have not seen Twister, there are Twisters in it, or Tornadoes in it, but... Storm Chasers. What happens? Okay, they're chasing... Okay. The next one happens. Oh my gosh. And there's like three or four, and then the scene cuts, and they're at the drive-in. <laughs> at night. The after a long damn, day. Yeah. Of ungodly amount of tornadoes. Man, I'd go home and maybe sleep or go to the hospital. You know what I mean? Like, for trauma. And they are chilling, watching movies, and then it's like the, the freaking sirens going. Oh God, it's another tornado! It's like, dude, four in a row. You think that you'd stop going to the drive-in? <laughs> At that point, it's like I'm just watching, finishing the movie. But that know. movie, that scene, that drive-in scene's a, a weird one for me because that is my introduction to The Shining. I yeah, didn't, they show The Shining. I never watched it? The Shining, obviously, when I was younger, but I would watch Twister. And in Twister, they showed multiple parts of The Shining mm-hmm. of the end of that movie because that's what they're watching at the drive-in. And then when he like, busts through the door and he's like, yeah. here's Johnny, that is yeah. when the tornado like takes over the screen. <laughs> but um, I just remember as a kid being like scared of The Shining because I would see these little twins and then I would see this. Yeah. And, it was, and my mom was like, oh, yeah, this is a scary movie. So like I was, I built up The Shining to be this like really yeah. scary movie in my head after seeing it in Twister, hmm. um, which I don't even know how they got the rights to show the movie within the movie for that because it's because they might be uh, under the same. I was wondering the same thing that or in the nineties they were probably a little more lax on that. Everybody yeah, maybe everybody's crazy Disney didn't about own everything stuff, at yeah. that point, so you could share stuff. <laughs> Nintendo would have been so upset if they were watching the E three direct on yeah. the screen at the drive-in yeah <laughs> they would say get that tornado yeah. in there get that off the screen yeah but e3 happened it was it felt like um and i knew going in my expectations weren't like crazy like yeah it's gonna be the best e3 like i knew that code happened you know I what it them, felt like i gave them like do you guys have family reunions yeah do you ever have, like, the year where everybody's just kind of there? Like, yeah. nobody, things have been kind of crazy, and, like, it's like, we're here. But, like, there's years that it's been great, and everybody remembers that. But this year, it's just like, yeah, we're here. No and one it's just like, like, you know, Uncle Bill couldn't make it, and it's like half the people, and it's just kind of like, so, yeah, this so is I, 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 I came into that, we'll give them a pass. COVID happened. I know there, things are going to be a little bit crippled, you know, coming in. Like, they're not going to be the full capacity, whatever. But... 
when the Square Enix, like, I didn't think Xboxes was bad. It just didn't have, again, something that, like, really wowed me. Like, like yeah. Sony, whatever used to. But <laughs> Square Enix was such a waste of time that... <laughs> Did it they was, announce it? It was 20 minutes yeah. of their 40-minute thing of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Um, that they showed. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's it like do we need 20 minutes? Like, even 10 would be a lot yeah. for one game. Well, and everybody comes to a Square Enix. a 40-minute thing. Everybody comes to a Square Enix thing wanting Final Fantasy, and you could tell it was off on the wrong foot when it was the 20 minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy. It was like six trailers, two gameplay things, an interview, and then they showed a 40-second. It wasn't even 40 seconds. Yeah. It was 30-second, like, trailer for a Final Fantasy 1 through 6 remaster yeah. for phones only. <laughs> phones <laughs> and, like, and Steam. Steam. And they yeah. didn't even show gameplay barely. It just was so fast. Pixel Perfect remake moving on. Like, and they didn't even actually like, show us that. That's why we're here. Yeah, show it, us that. And I, it really shows how good Nintendo is at this too. Because they wouldn't spend even 20 minutes on Breath of the Wild. They would do it in the treehouse. Yeah. But in the presentation, they've never even showed 20 minutes of a Zelda game. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. We showed 20 minutes of that. So, yeah, then they do that. And then what I thought was the craziest was Final Fantasy 16 was just at their sizzle reel at the end. Yeah. Which is usually reserved for, like, indie games. Not crapping on well, indie games. But, like, the it, rumor... they just showed a second of that. And it's like... You, that's just reserved for that. And well, you showed 20 minutes of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. But. The rumor on that is that, and I do think it seems legitimate, Sony, all of the Final Fantasy VII and Intergrade and sixteen stuff has always been at Sony's thing. Sony oh, yeah. has exclusive marketing rights for those. Okay. So they get to show those at their thing, which at so that point, they're holding if it. you can't show Final Fantasy VII Remake and you can't show Final Fantasy sixteen, maybe Square Enix shouldn't have an E3. Yes, <laughs> and that, that was kind of... Okay, that you don't was, have to do it. Yeah, you don't... Well, that yeah. was my conclusion after it was, God, I kind of wish we just didn't even have E3 this year. Like, did we... Could that stuff... Maybe the Direct, let's have a little video of that. They, they do go on those, but... Did you need to have that? Or could that have been reserved for like a tweet with the video and a lead up? You know what I mean? Like, So I felt like they stretched it out to something that could have just been a press release for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. It was kind of a waste and that was kind of a bummer. But. Yeah. Well, the, th- the one thing that they did get a lot of eyes on was Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that was like their big thing at the end of their show. And that trailer went over like a fart in church. Like, yeah. Nobody was excited about that. But I will say, when they did finally get the demo and get it all fixed, we played that on stream. I played that at my house. Yeah. I really like that demo. I probably will pick that game up now. It's fun. It's like a com- like a Dark Souls-style combat with Final Fantasy. Yeah, Fantasy. we had fun on the stream. Check that out. Do we defeat Chaos? You'll have to, you'll have to watch and see. Zach didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Strangers of... of- Chaos. 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 Whatever it is. Chaos of Paradise. The full title, isn't it? Origins, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy? It's it's Strangers of Paradise, colon, Final Fantasy Origins. Cool. Strangers Things Season 5, coming out (laughs) on the PlayStation. They just get Oh, they've released more character key art. These guys, like Jed and Ash and Jack, people look like people going for work. Literally, they release their like their pictures, like their their key art. They're wearing like literally office clothes and stuff. And I didn't realize there's a, a thing called Lost Stranger. It's a comic book. A Final Fantasy. It's called Final Fantasy Lost Stranger. It's a comic book that Square Enix made like two years ago yeah. about a Square Enix employee that wakes up in a Final Fantasy game. Uh... So a lot of people think that this game is going to be these three guys are either like 
it's like a Jumanji situation <laughs> where like they find themselves yeah. inside of Final Final Fantasy One. They there could be some. They said they keep saying people are going to be really surprised what this story is. They don't you don't know right now. People are like it looks stupid. Like <laughs> that's what I know. Yeah, yeah. no one's going to know. But if they do an interesting like you got sucked into a world story. That's fine with yeah. me. I like the gameplay, so we'll see. Yeah, that was interesting. But uh... go weird with it because it's not going to be serious. I only played one game this month. I played uh, the game that I actually sold, Dragon Quest XI. And on PS4, and it got to the point where the turn-based battles, it was racking my brain. There's a part when you get in that game when all these guards like chase you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you get a battle. And then you go to this other part of the city, and they're still chasing you as you're trying to find out where the next place to go. And it kept, after the 10th battle of that, I couldn't do it with this slow like attack. Like for the animation, I was like, I'm done, and I sold it. And I was like, I will buy it again. Mark, I marked my words on the podcast if we got sped up battles. So we did. And that's what I did uh, on the trip when I had some free time when I was the passenger. Didn't do it while I was driving. You know, I don't play Dragon Quest while I drive. I'm a weirdo. I know. Pulled out Dragon Quest 11, and I got... Throughout the whole trip, I got to where I was the last time. And I haven't gone past it. I haven't got to the guard. I'm right before that. But... <laughs> Battles, I got there in half the freaking time because I put on ultra fast on the battles. Enjoying it a lot more this time. Um, that also has um, a more orchestral recorded soundtrack. Yeah, than... so it was more like midis that people complained about. And it was like little fart noises. Uh, yeah, bad so. samples on the original yeah, version. So this one sounds better, mm-hmm. plays better. Uh, still enjoying that. That's a definite, if you're like going on a road trip, that's a fun little RPG. And, um, I've never played a Dragon Quest. I've been considering playing that one or if there's a good way to play 8. 8 always had caught my yeah, eye too. But I feel like maybe this is the one to play. Yeah, I'd just play this one. Yeah. But, or 4. I've heard 4 is really good um, if I emulate that or something. Yeah. But. Uh, but that's it for me this month. Not a gamer. Cool. Cool. Kenny, what you been, what you been playing? Uh, so, so since the E3... Uh, Nintendo when they announced Metroid Dread um, I had the 3DS and I got the uh, what did they call that when you got the ambassador program the ambassador I'm an ambassador for Nintendo <laughs> so we I got we dummies we're we dumb 3DS we, we spent $250 on a system oh, they dropped the price to 150 a that year sucks. later uh, anyway so you get all those cool like Game Boy Advance games and I got Metroid Fusion with that Never I'm played it. Talk, I'm gonna fix your lapel. You're gonna fix my lapel. Yeah. Uh, never played it. Um, decided, you know, maybe it's time since they're releasing the sequel. But to sure, it. history with the like series. <laughs> played Metroid Prime one, two, and three. Loved them. Uh, never played the side scrollers because um, those are Prime. Is it? I didn't it's know a this. Thing. It's its own yeah. thing. It's yeah. like own continuity, not even somewhat related. Yep. Just same. So, type of setting and character i actually had on the nintendo switch i picked up um i was playing the original one i had no freaking idea what i was doing that game i was messing around with that earlier this month that game doesn't hold up i was running around just trying to figure out where to go i got stuck somewhere and i couldn't figure out how to get out and yeah that was pretty much it so um they announced metroid dread and then i like i looked it up and i was like Oh, this is cool. This was supposed to come out 15 years ago yeah. and, and no, never I didn't did. Know that story. At yeah. all. And uh, so all the hype, you know, comes up, and I'm like, I'll play Fusion because I knew it was a sequel to Fusion. I did not know that Fusion was the Four. fourth yeah. in like in three others. And so what, Zero Mission is the remake of the first one. And I just played and then Zero Samus Mission. Samus Returns is, is that two? Two. 
So that one's redone on the yep. 3DS. Yeah. And then you could play Zero Mission, either Samus Returns, or there's a there's a fan remake of two called AM2R. Mm-hmm. Either one, Super Metroid, Fusion, and then you would be ready for Dread. Yeah. So well, I have a lot of games in the series, like the main. I, I know they have the Federation Four, yeah, some little spinoff thing. Like yeah, Other M is but... its own little thing. Federation yeah. Four is primarily well, the main games. games. Those two D ones. There's not many, and they're short games. They are yeah. short. So I'm like four or five hours into Fusion. I'm pretty far. Um, it's fun. Yeah, I had a really really good time with it. I dove in when I. It's like you. I saw. Um, the Dread was coming out, and I was mm-hmm. like, I played Super Metroid last year, and that was my first one. And I like that game a lot. It's a Super Nintendo game, so there's a little bit of like, where am I supposed to go? I gotta like randomly bomb some walls. But other than that, it's pre- it holds up pretty well. Yeah, there's some of that infusion too. Um, you yeah, to figure out where you're supposed to go. Yeah, so I liked Super Metroid enough, and I thought Dread looked cool. I was like, I started doing some research, and it was like zero missions, four hours long. You know, yeah. like. I could play some version of Samus Returns or whatever pretty quickly. I already played Super Metroid and I saw Fusion was like five hours long. Mm-hmm. So I picked up Zero Mission and that game is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I That's love great, great it's one. in the it's in it's in the same engine as Fusion. Mm-hmm. It released a year later and it added a few gameplay tweaks and like quality of life improvements. Um you said you played Zero Mission? I've beaten all of the Metroid games. Okay. Uh, outside of Federation Force on 3DS, frick that game, and like... Federation I didn't know I didn't know that you were that big of a fan. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I really like Metroid. Uh, I forget about it because Nintendo never talks about it Yeah, lot, And it, it's kind of a forgotten series. And I think a lot of that is because it doesn't sell well. Yeah, it sold, ter- it's it, sold even terribly. Even Super Metroid didn't sell well. But None look what, you know, Dread has... It's up. really well. What do you know? What Metroid Fusion and so Zach showed us uh, that since Dread, the price for the complete in box Game Boy Advance yeah. games has shot all through the, the Metroid roof. games have shot through the roof. I bought Fusion. Um, now, granted, everything has shot through the roof in the last yeah. year, but Perfect I bought paper. Fusion complete in box um, at the arcade, yeah. twenty sixteen or seventeen, yeah. for like forty bucks. Yeah. Oh wow. It, it's funny the collecting stuff on this because there's games I was laughing about. I was like, I cringed when I played when I paid twenty five for this. Oh, it's five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> well, that's but at how the time is. You, it, you're in a different mindset and you're like, I don't want to drop fifty on this. Super Metroid. I'll actually take this time. Super Metroid. When I was collecting, got the big boy job, started collecting all these games from my childhood. Super Metroid was on the list, but it was one of the last games I got because I was like, I do not want to spend over one hundred dollars on mm. these games, and I didn't until Super Metroid. With tax, it was like it was like a hundred, hundred ten dollars, right on the thing. I was like, oh, I bit, I bit down. I was like, crap, I don't want to pay that. Whatever, that is like worth five to seven hundred dollars. Like I've seen yeah. in between that for that same thing. It's like, but it's funny at the time you're like, eh, I don't want to do that. But now, which one did you play first? Um, I played back in the day. I got um, Metroid. It was on something, some collection, or I don't know. They were all over the place. And I could not play that one. That one, the first one, yeah, yeah, on NES. Yeah, it was terrible. It, I couldn't figure it out. It was too hard. And then Zero Mission came out. I think that's. Didn't Fusion have the original Metroid on it? Something had it. Zero Mission had the original Metroid okay. on it. Once you beat Zero Mission. Oh, okay. I I don't know where I played first Metroid then, but I played Metroid Zero Mission. I was like, I cannot. That game rocks. I cannot man. beat the first one. Let me try the remake, and the remake is how you should play it. It's how the you Metroid should play it. The Metroid 1 is sure. aged out of oblivion. Just forget that exists. Oh, my gosh. It, I, I really... 
I didn't think I thought this was gonna be a fun game, right? Mm-hmm. I think I almost like it better than Super Metroid because really? Super Metroid has, I would say, more locales. It's got more bosses. It's bigger in scope. Yeah. It's much bigger in scope. But everything I liked about Super Metroid, Zero Mission has, and it cuts out all the fat. Mm-hmm. It is just, and Metroid One and Super Metroid, so Zero Mission and Super Metroid take place on the same planet. So it's the same areas. They're done up a little bit differently, and there's unique things. But yeah. like it, it's, I feel like Zero Mission is like Super Metroid Greatest Hits. Of like, if I had to pick one to replay, and I had like five hours to do it, I would grab Zero Mission. Mm-hmm. Most it's got time. more quality of life. Probably it's a newer. It's game. got a ledge it's, grab. Uh, it's of course, going to be yeah. better, like gameplay, whatever wise. But I will say, Super Metroid does have that atmospheric. People have always yeah. said that, and like I beat it again. I beat it. Um, That's true. On somewhere, I forgot where, and then on like Wii Virtual Console, I played it. Mm-hmm. I think I beat that game twice, and I felt I was the second time there was like, yeah, this game has a little. It does have a unique that atmosphere. I've never seen in a 16-bit game. Like, how did you pull that off? But very bleak little beeps and boops and sounds, yeah. and yeah, very unique. Um, but uh, and then I played all the Metroid Prime games. Those are amazing. There was also a section at the end of Zero Mission that totally surprised me. I had no idea it was coming. They really change up the gameplay, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want to say because I think you're probably going to play. I'm, I'm definitely going to play. Very yeah. like I defeated what I thought was the final boss, and there was like a whole like epilogue thing that like was huh. very different, and I was glad it was in the game. Have so. you played Fusion? No, I have you. Yeah. So there was a spot. I won't spoil it for you, obviously. Um, there was a spot where stuff Couldn't started going. They stuff started going really bad. And you were going up this elevator, and it stops. Oh yeah, and okay. I don't you remember. go through this wall, yeah. and you come face to face with something. Yeah. And I was like, Oh shoot! Like yeah. I don't know that I've I've felt like a moment of either like dread or the weight of a or moment. Dread. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Like it was like a very weighty moment, and I was like, This game is so stinking good. Yeah. Yeah. And then they troll you a little bit, but like, it was crazy. So yeah. I'm having a blast with with fusion. For yeah, sure. so I, th- I think Metroid Dread was my favorite thing they showed all E3. Yeah. E3. I liked seeing more uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Seeing that. That was a cool opening. It did kind of, it did take me a little bit back to Skyrim Sword. I'm telling because you, you need to give that game another chance I, when it comes out on the Switch. Listen. $30 I'll pay. For That's that. literally my only memory of Skyward Sword when I played with my brother was dropping flew through the air. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what is this? Did you yeah. ever, did you play it and beat it? I played it for an hour at my Are you going to get the the remaster? I need to do an I'm extended. I'm not planning on it. Listen, us three need to do an extended. Are you a big Skyward you Sword like, fan? You I Skyward. love Skyward Sword. You love Skyward Sword. Listen, I, hate I hated the motion controls. And there's one part of that game where you have to like go back and this whole area is flooded. And it is atrocious. Yeah, it's, it's I am hoping bad. that Nintendo fixed that. By cutting um, it out completely, cut well, out half the game, and it's actually very. It's not even see. half the game. It's like <laughs> it's, a four. it's like two hours. I'll wait to see. I had a I had a conversation with our buddy Zach and Devin. Uh, we went to uh, amusement park this weekend, and we were talking about Zelda. And I kind of was realizing and talking to them. I was like, I don't know if I'm actually a Zelda fan. Like, oh, I, I don't mean to go like pretentious. Well, Mr. Xbox over here. <laughs> well, the reason is, is I love Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. And I love Breath of the Wild, which are two greatest of all time game contenders. Yeah. And I don't really care for any of the rest of the series. But I've always just picked them up around my siblings when they were playing them mm-hmm. and played an hour or two. And like Wind Waker, I got to this little island and did a thing. Twilight Princess, I played pretty far into. I think I beat that one. I have almost no memories of it. 
Uh, Skyward Sword, I played a couple hours. And so I've always wondered, like, should I go back and play those? Or I have in my mind what they are. Do you, you play this Wind Waker? You do this. Like I said, I got to this island and I did a thing and I was hiding from these searchlights. And That's the very beginning of yeah. the game. I mean, God. I got on a boat and, like, I just... I think that the formula is so... In my mind, I know it. I have figured I don't need to play them. But Wind Waker... Maybe uh, I would like them more if I played them. Here's my thing. Um, Skyward Sword is the only one I actively despise. Yeah, and so that's there part of parts... where if I was going to play one now... I this again. If if Nintendo put them on the Switch, I probably Did would you have play bought. Link's Awakening. No, I probably Dude, would have that's bought your one. Game. Well, well, let me say this. I say I'll say this. I actually just started the original Zelda. Okay. And I've been having fun with that. That game is a blast. I never have gotten very far. I tried it once or twice a long time ago. Played it for ten minutes. I actually really tried to be like, okay, that way didn't work. This way worked. Okay, I actually found the first dungeon. It's like a cave, and yep. I kill, I killed a dragon, and I got a thing. Yep. And I was like, oh, like I can play this game. Like You just kind of got to get used to where you're going. So I think I'm going to play through that one, and then I want to maybe do A Link to the Past, because I never played any of the 2D ones. Link's Awakening. So A Link to the Past is, that game has moments I dread in it. Uh, same with uh, Twilight Princess. There are parts of that game I'm just like, I'm just going to quit for a little while, because I don't feel like picking, the, like it's like work. Yeah. You know what I'm talking, you know the feeling. Yeah. Um, Link's Awakening... Is probably my favorite, story-wise. Hmm. Um, it's a very different one, right? It's yes, and but I also have like nostalgia goggles on because I played that one as a kid. It was the first one I beat on my own, um, and the story even tripped me up as like a kid. I was like, "Wow, Wind Waker, Wind Waker, and Majora's Mask both go back and forth for like number two. I've beat Wind, Ma- Wind Waker more than any other Zelda game." I've beaten that game five times. And I don't you know me. I don't play a lot of like when I play a game I'm like beeline through it. Let's get yeah. through this game and so I can just say I've experienced it and yeah. move on to the next game. That game I will go back to and just I'll get an itch for it mm-hmm. and I'll just go back and play it. The story is so fun, the like the big open sea and you just like once you get past the spot, you literally were at the spot Right before the whole world just opens up to you. Yeah, and maybe maybe I do need to pick one. If I was going to pick one, it probably wouldn't be Skyward Sword. No, I mean I would probably play <laughs> at the bottom of the list. If I was going to play another 3D one, I would probably play Wind Waker mm. or Majora's Mask. You never played Majora's Mask either. I I actually got to the very end of Majora's Mask. I couldn't beat it as a kid. I couldn't figure out how to make the time stuff work. Yeah, that but, game's kind of difficult. Yeah, that game's like. That game's story and I also uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say the like concepts in that game that they deal with, um, like as far as emotion and things like that, I think yeah. you would really enjoy yeah. that one too. Especially yeah. as an adult. Now. It's much darker. Yes. I uh I my experience with it was also tainted by you remember the old expansion yeah. Pat, mm-hmm. pass. I don't know what it was. The, the red thing. The pass. It was the game pass. The, yeah, the expansion Xbox deck you had to put in your N sixty four um Mine was like we borrowed it from Brad. Brad. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brad. We borrowed it from him. I almost said his last name. Um, oh, uh, we borrowed get, it from Brad, who I think was like my sister's friend, or like I don't know what it was, but he's like he let her borrow it, but it was like corrupted, so it would like make games freeze, hmm. and you didn't know when it would happen, but it happened enough that it would genuinely impede progress yeah. often. 
but it not quite enough. And my mom was never gonna. She bought us the N64. Was like, this is your box. Yeah. Don't ever ask me. I got you controllers. I got you the box. <laughs> like you're on your own. Yeah. No, I'm not buying you a hundred dollar thing to let you play one game or in Donkey Kong. I don't even know my. The only way I got that thing was Donkey Kong sixty four came with it. It was mm. in the box, the expansion. Okay. Box. I know that game because has, yeah, I wasn't gonna get a separate thing either. I don't know. So that game has a memory leak. Of, Did you know that of Donkey Kong? Yeah. What and do you mean? there's there's something wrong with the programming, to where if you put a certain number of hours, whether it's I don't know if it's like with the game just on mm-hmm. or in a certain save file, yeah, it will just crash and will not work. Oh anymore. my gosh! The game has like faulty programming. Oh wow! Yeah. So don't play too much Donkey Kong. Yeah, it has a memory leak where it just like builds up, builds up, builds up, and then crashes. Yeah. Or it will be on like Donkey Kong. Or off. Like off like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Jacob uh, had that happen with Just Cause 3, and it would just like <laughs> slowly, it would just degrade into nothingness. <laughs> like it would be fine, then not quite fine. What's just... the worst like glitch or something that impeded your progress and it like. Oh, I know, really... I know, I have it. I have it. It ruined the game for me. Star Wars Night Zero Republic 2 yeah. is an RPG. It's like a 30, 40 hour RPG. Bioware, like a Mass Effect RPG. Yeah. I had built up, you know, I had gotten, it's just like Mass Effect. I had gotten all the different people recruited on my team. I was probably two-thirds into the story. I was very, 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 very far into the game. I had been grinding up my character, all of that. It's like a JRPG kind of, like a Final yeah. Fantasy thing. Well, you get in your ship and you fly places. Well, there's there was like a cutscene where like these people like made us land on this planet. It's part of the story. It's like this ice planet. And when I got out... I always would save as soon as I got out of something. Like, because I don't know if I'm about to fight something. Got out, save. I was in a glitched instance of that ice palace. Yeah. No enemy spawn. Couldn't get back on the ship. Couldn't. There was no... Normally with that game, you have two party members come out with you. Like a Mass Effect. Nobody was with me. I ran all over the place. I, I, I truly saved on a corrupted instance of that palace, yeah. rebooted it, did everything I possibly could, could never uh. get, and I lost 35 hours, and I've never finished this get, that game to this day. I just gave up on it. Yeah. I just, I don't even know how that That's game ends. Terrible. I never even looked it up. I just <clears throat> was so frustrated that yeah. that happened, so... Jeez. I don't know if I can because <laughs> that's of... a game where you make decisions and there's outcomes. Well, and 30 like... hours is all you gotta say. Yeah. yeah, and that's where I learned you have to have to have to have two save files yes. when you're playing an RPG. I, I hadn't learned that on... lesson yet. That and... saved me on all of the freaking Elder Scroll games because that was when I first started. Oh, that. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll start a new save, new save. You ever have a Fallout save where like you're blowing up right when you save? Yeah, you save <laughs> it auto saves. And that was the last thing. Is like, what if that was my only save? That would have been it. You have to have 30 saves when you play those games. Like, okay, save now. I played a couple. Because if you get glitched, it's like, oh, I only lost an hour. Yeah. Something, so. I can think I, the worst one of all time was, ungod- I can't even fathom the amount of hours, but it was, a, it was an indie MMO game. It was called Aspiretta. And then it became, actually, I think after what I'm about to explain, it became a whole entire game. Remember Final Fantasy XIV when it blew up? This yeah. game blew up unknowingly. I don't know if they got hacked or servers crashed or whatever. It was me and that same Brad that got the corrupted. This guy expansion. is bringing. This guy is too much corruption. Is he involved in Stranger Paradise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much corruption. He's the main character. <laughs> uh, but we played back and forth. We were trying to level up. Like, oh, I'm level 16 now. What are you? Okay, I'm level 17. And then we'd play that weekend and try to beat each other. 
And we put ungodly amounts of time into it. Well, one morning I woke up. He was calling. We had house phones back then. This had to be 2002, 2003. He calls me. Hey, have you been on Esperanto this morning? And I was like, no. Like, I'm just waking up. They deleted everything. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I was at level 48 of 50. I remember this. 50 was the peak of the, the cap. To get to 48... You had to put in ungodly amount of time. Like, I can't even, hundreds. I would have to say hundreds of hours. Um, so I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, get on there. And I was like, you're joking. And I get on, and I am back to level one. Along, everybody else that's running around me has the same stick and, like, beginner. And that ruined MMOs for me. Cause yeah, I, I was going to say, this I, sounds like how, what maybe ruined it for that, you. That was. I just went, because I went back and was like, okay, all those hundreds of hours, and then amounted to nothing. Yep. I mean, I'm yep. never going to do this again. Yeah. I was like, I put so much hours in it, it became Iliad. I think we played for a little bit after that, but we were burnt. Yikes. Their server, like, crashed and lost everybody's oh, data. Oh, wow. Everybody's data. Wow. Anyway. Data stuff back then, I feel like now you can have there's, cloud stuff. Well, there's, and there's there's really, I would say, things are mature now where there's failover processes. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like... You have like a hot server, and then you have a cold server that backs backup, it up. So. But then you also have failover procedures of like if this fails, we immediately go to the backup and we disperse it into two other yeah. server farms. And yeah, they figured it out. But like back then, it was the wild west. <laughs> when stuff failed, I would say pre-cloud stuff. I would say like 2010s. We finally figured out, or yeah, 2000s maybe late 2000s. But like back I, then, I do remember too. And you can't use excuse anymore. But it's like oh my gosh, my in school. My project failed and I lost all like eight pages. I you know what I mean? Like stuff like that would happen. It'd be corrupted, the yep. doc, and then you'd have to Google and someone's like, "Put your credit card in, I'll fix it." You know, what yeah. mean? like <laughs> crazy stuff happened back then. That like now cloud stuff is like, oh, we just auto saved it and Google yep. Docs and whatever else. But can you imagine if like something happened to like all of Google servers? It'd be over. Things would be really. I'd devastating. be going to bed. That's <laughs> why I'm going to bed, guys. Wake me up when you figure this out. I'm not coming back outside yeah. until Google's back. <laughs> but yeah, Zelda one's cool. <laughs> um, we said Zelda one's. What cool. else? What Zelda else? Zelda two's play? not. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I uh, I'm not going to go chronological. I actually thought of a link to the past as Zelda two because I see that as the continuation. Does Zelda two have like it's a it's a full story. I know stuff. it's a full story, but like. What even happened? I, I think there's there. people. It has its fans. That turns into like Mario. You have to say really Princess is. Zelda, and that it kind of just turns into Mario. Like why does why did Nintendo struggle so much with second games? I don't know. Mario well, Mario two, two wasn't even a Mario game. It was like exactly I think two because they didn't really. I guess they were the ones creating this concept of a gaming IP. That yeah, they didn't really have an ideal of what that wasn't a major IP yet. So it's like. But know. the rebounding that they did have, though, was like Mario, Mario 2, Super Mario World, right? Uh, no, Super Mario Brothers 2. Then they had 3. 3 was really uh, good. Oh, yeah, Super Mario Brothers 3 so, was really good. So, like, good. they rebounded. And, like, Metroid, Metroid 2 on the Game Boy, yeah. and then that Super Metroid, yeah. and The Link to the Past. Like, they rebounded on almost all of those. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Even Final Fantasy Nintendo. did that. It was like Final Fantasy two. What's going on? And then it says Final Fantasy in the title. What are you doing? Why is there another one? <laughs> um, what the else have you been playing, game. Kenny? Huh? What else have you been playing? Um, Pokemon Snap. Been playing that a little bit. We I, did a hangout for that. We did. I finally got my hands on uh, the Pikachu. 
camera. Yeah. Printer. Kenny, I thanked you there in our last thing. I showed it off. We have the, uh, you can see it up there. Zoom in on your screen. Squint on your screen, but it's the uh, printer that you can print, connect to your Switch. It also connects to your PC if you want to whatever. And your phone. Oh, yeah, your phone You can too. just print straight Polaroids right off of it. And it'll print little Polaroids. But this thing, I open it up or whatever, they don't give you any film. Yeah, I figured they wouldn't. And I was like, that's kind of lame. I don't know. I feel yeah. like anything that's had like a little like fun thing, it's always had. Hey, there's some. You just get you started. Get you yeah. started, but nothing really. So that's been fun. Um, it's it's kind of getting grindy now because Pokemon yeah. Snap. Yeah, you can just, grind and Pokemon Snap. It just snap. gets a little gr- like you have to go back and level up and. Oh, I didn't know there's all that. I had an experience test. like that recently. Yeah. Yeah. I what? well, I talked about this on the stream, and I won't. I've I feel like I've already spoken my piece on this game, <laughs> but. Uh, Final yeah. Fantasy 15. Yeah, if you only watch the 15. podcasts, I played that. I didn't know you were playing time. that. Yeah, I beat it. Um, there are parts where you have to just go grind, or you will get scorched. Yeah. Did you play the Ultimate Edition, or did no? You play so the that's the thing. I want to go back and play it. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know though. We might have had a different experience than you because you had like final bosses they added at the end. Uh, of the game yeah, they added. So maybe we played the defender. When you version. go back to Insomnia at the end of the game, I was so confused. Uh, people were like, "Yeah, you just fight." Does the story make sense? Yeah, you just fight Ifrit, and then you just go fight this guy. This cr- guy, with, no, this guy with crazy <laughs> hair. And I was like, okay, but then it was just like. I fought a Cerberus dog, and then I fought this Paladin guy. And I, like I was fighting all these people that aren't in the walkthrough, and I was like, "What am I missing here?" The yeah, Ultimate Edition adds like four bosses. Why? In between yeah, Ifrit that, and the main bad guy, what, did it make and it every one of those bosses, I had to go back and grind several levels. And I was already done with the game at that point, um, nah. mentally. No, the game. I don't know. It's. I don't, no Man's Sky, it's not as egregious, but you have this little bit of No Man's Sky where people are like, I played No Man's Sky launch. I thought it was all right. I had fun. I didn't love it, but I had fun. I played it recently. I had fun. I didn't love it, but it was fine. Like, But people say they fixed that game. They made it perfect. It's a 10 out of 10 now. It's like, you weren't there for the beginning. It's basically still the same. They just added some new stuff. This is that. I mean... This story made no sense. And yeah. I watched the anime and King's Legend and was really excited yeah. to play it. It made absolutely no sense. There was no connective tissue. You wake up, you have a dream with like sped up cutscenes from King's Legend for a second and like your dad died. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then they send you on this journey uh, and then this guy with long hair keeps stopping you. Yeah. And then like takes you down to this like statue and tells you to wake it up. And then he picks you up in his ship. And then he drops you off in the woods, but there's no cutscene. And it's like, why did he drop us off in the woods? Yeah. And then I'm running around, and then I'm supposed to be going meeting this girl I'm supposed to marry, but I don't know anything about her. And then you finally catch up to her, and she dies. Yeah. And it's extremely melodramatic. I watched a podcast recently where they were talking about melodrama and JRPGs. I forgot JRPGs. that she dies. I she dies. Sorry, straight, spoilers, but spoilers. it's not straight, story. They kill her off. Is that what the big Hydra battle Yeah, yeah. oh God, that battle. <laughs> that was, battle sucked. That battle sucked. I'm just pressing triangle, just end it, end it, end it. No, no mind uh, applied to it at all. But like melodrama is literally, like it's defined as where there is a lack of character development and in this place is heightened words and heightened imagery and heightened um, uh, scenario. Like Sounds things like are over the top to compensate for the lack of character development. Yep. And that game is so melodramatic. And then they start trying to tell some story about Arden, this guy that 
I guess he's your brother or he was a guy that was a king or he was trying to be a king and he couldn't be. It made no sense. Worst Final Fantasy game I've played. Um, I said I wasn't going to go on about it, but I did. <laughs> the so. sucky thing is... They didn't like, fix that, jack that, crap. And then you game... get on those stupid trains and it's like five chapters of getting on the train and then your friend's blind and your friend's mad at you for leaving your blind friend behind. But I'm supposed to play the game, right? Like, it just... It was bad. Bad, bad, bad game. That game had so much potential. It did. It, it's yeah. it's got to go down as one of the biggest like wastes of potential. Ever. I was talking with Travis that it made Metal Gear Solid 5's shortcomings of sort. Oh it made yeah, it look like a. Oh, princess. it makes it Metal it Gear like, Solid Five like 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 a, like a perfect. Game. Yeah, it <laughs> and it makes me frustrated that people. The more time goes on, the more frustrated I get about people towards Metal Gear Solid Five. How yeah. much they rag on it. Yeah. There's been worse offenders. Oh since God, then. yeah. It's it, it. Trust me, I'm as bummed as anybody that the second arc they were trying to tell got unfinished. But that first arc is a complete tale. Yeah. You understand everything about Skullface. That go. That you go on yeah. a whole journey with that, mm-hmm. and it just didn't connect to Metal Gear One the way people wanted it. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five, like even still, the the peak emotional moment of Final Fantasy Fifteen. It's supposed to be the, like, you're chasing after this girl and you finally get her and she dies. And you don't give a frick. Yeah, yeah. she has and no character. But in Metal Gear Solid 5, like, when the... Oh, that's the when hit. The, yeah. When the base, like, happens and then, like, yep. we're all we're all yeah. diamonds. Like, when, that was, when like... When the base happens, when you find out the true nature of who you are, yeah. you know, not to get into too many spoilers, but, I mean, Metal Gear Solid 5, I sometimes yeah. think, like, man, I can't I don't want to like dip back into that and mess around. I don't think I have it in me to replay all fifty of those missions, yeah. but um, yeah. So Final Fantasy fifteen, and then I'm I would say like a third of the way through Ghost of Tsushima. So I just completed the end of the first act, and I'm now moving up to the second part of the island. Um, I've been doing a lot of the, the side quests as I go. That game is just fantastic. The story's really good. I'm, I, you know what? You kept saying that, and while you were saying that, I was watching these like end-of-the-year wrap-up things, and people uh, were saying it was very, uh, very lame story. I saw a lot of people saying the story yeah, was lame, hmm. and a lot of people saying the story was, you know, there was nothing happening there. And so I went in like, I'm just expecting samurai fun. The story's great, yeah, and it ties directly into gameplay. Um, yeah, they they do a good job. Like, why is this going on? Yeah, like, why is the oh, like I, th- I think the flashback stuff and whatever they do. Well, like, well, but like even maybe what I was thinking, and you finished it obviously, is the whole concept of the game is you're a samurai, and samurais fight head on. Yeah, but your island has been completely taken over, and they are destroying and pillaging everything, and you are so outnumbered that you have these people that are like. Hey, like let's sneak, and so it's like the gameplay elements for facing head on are good. Also, the self gameplay elements are good, and as you're sneaking, it's extremely taboo. Like, yeah, your uncle who is the king is yeah. like, you cannot do that, and he and he's hearing through the grapevine things you're doing, and like it's bringing shame on him, and like, but like you have to do it at points, and it's like I feel like there's a good interplay of the game mechanics and the yeah. story they're trying to tell. Almost like, I, I, not quite, I would say some of the direction and the facial animation, it's not Naughty Dog level, yeah. so it's more like a little bit lower budget on that front, but I really like the game and the story yeah. a lot. Hmm. So. Is that one of my favorite Sucker Punch games? They've made, they've made uh, Sly Cooper and Infamous and stuff. It's like Cooper, I was just, eh, I was okay with it, I had fun, but yeah. this one, I was like, yeah, this is the, your best word. Yeah, before, so. and the last game I'm playing is Yakuza 0, so I'm... 
like in chapter five of that yeah. game. So about a third of the way through or a little under. Um, that's just goofy. That game is just, game. it's goofy and serious at the same time yeah. in weird ways. Uh, I think that's why I like it. It, it it's super unpredictable. Um, it is, uh, it's wild. I was I reading, it was cracking that. me up on Twitter the other day. Someone's like, I'm cracking up over this 2006 review of Yakuza 1 when it was on PS2. Because it was on e, it was an EGM magazine. And, and the way they reviewed is they let three people review each game. And they each give a score and they give you an average score at the end. Mm-hmm. And the first person gave it like a six. And said, too many confusing Japanese names. And all this <laughs> other stuff. And the other two people used their entire paragraphs just reaming this guy oh like, my god so it was like wow uh johnny i'm sorry this wasn't all burger king and mcdonald's like, oh my god stuff. like <laughs> like i'm sorry you didn't know the names of all this stuff and it's like and they went in explaining like why the game's good but it's just goofy. such a goofy game like there's a side quest where i saw this guy on the street that had a phone in a bag because it takes place like the 80s yeah and you have this long in-depth conversation with him about why how he has this bag phone and he wants to show it to you but then he's like, the batteries died. So it's like a fetch question. You have to go get these batteries. But it's just like, it just stacks ridiculous things yeah. on top of ridiculous things. Um, fun little. Yeah. Fun little game. Uh, That's it. Any other game stuff? No, I think I'm starting Xenogears. I started it today. Did you? Um, yeah, there's a, there's a YouTube channel I like a lot where they do long form. Um, they'll do like four or five episodes of like reviewing a game story in depth. Like they end up being like 15 hour sets of podcasts, but they just did near replicant, which was what I played last month. And they just are, they just started a vote today and they're doing, um, Xeno gears. Hmm. So I figure that's a perfect opportunity to play that game. That's yeah. been on my bucket list for a long time. Yeah. That game is Evangelion. And then you'll have a good time. I think just, it shoots for the stars. I don't know if it gets I spent, the stars. But... I spent two hours after work today trying to understand. I'm I'm not good at emulation. Yeah. How to do a multi disc game? Oh yeah. Because well, and and I but then I was having issues where like I didn't have the right BIOS piece for this. Yeah. I had to go find it, and so I got it working. But uh, I got really worried because I was starting to play it, and I was like. Am I sure I'm going to be able to switch over? Like, yeah. inside to go look at all of that would be a dream game for them to remake and figure out the rest of it because that turns into a Metal Gear Solid Five situation. Yeah, and, uh, it's it has an infamous second disc or third or whatever. I mean, Does it just become basically a text adventure? <laughs> it, they have to like tell a lot in cutscenes, and the stuff they tell in cutscenes is like galaxy brain crazy, <laughs> like. <laughs> I can't even fathom how to tell you how nuts so. But I'm sitting there like, even though it didn't like, it's they just kind of have to tell and cutscene stuff and show. On my jaw hit the floor what they were going for. Yeah. Like the end game of this was so just they shot for the stars, and I really respect that. And that's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. But yeah, uh, I want that to be remade. Figure that one out. Well, Who made that? Monolith. 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 Yeah. They own the rights to it, don't they? Or does Square still own the rights? Um, they uh, Square Enix does. Okay. Hmm. Who made Xenosaga? I know was, it's it's the same Monolith. lead developer the whole way through. Monolith made Xenosaga. Yeah. And they make the Xenoblade games, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that all the same universe? No. I, I there might be stuff. They it's like share themes. Name stuff, it's like themes. It's like Final Fantasy. Through. You know, Final Fantasy one, two. They're all kind of. Xeno Gears, from my understanding, Xeno Gears is its own thing. Xeno Saga well, was going to be like. I a take nine. that back. I take that back. I was wrong. 
Xenoblade, I'm not so sure about, but Xenogears is connected to Xenosaga. There is... Because Xenogears is actually... Was going to be number four. is like fourth in the Xenosaga-like story. So if I play Xenosaga 1, 2, 3, does Xenogears fit there, as the fourth game? There's connection things in that. Because like there was supposed to be nine games originally, right? Yeah. Xenosaga uh, was going to be... Five, maybe it's gonna be yeah six or something. Which one's the one that I bought the collector's edition of from you? Uh, Xeno Blade. I don't know what you bought. That was on Switch. Xenoblade Two. It came with a big old art book. And, yeah, it might and Xenoblade you said the tutorial was thirty hours long. Yeah, Xenoblade Two, fucking two. Xenoblade Two is a game I sealed. hear almost no one say that they enjoyed that game, but and I, I was going to jump I, in there. I see a ton of people in recent era that love that game. There's a lot. There is a big following, but that. But I could not figure out for the life of me. There's three thousand different gameplay mechanics, and they were stacked. Yeah, I'd like that another. game. And I was like, I was like, I cannot figure this out. Like they're. Like, Xenosaga is, if we're talking, like, my level, it was, like, right there. Or not Xenosaga, Xenoblade is, like, right here. It's the just, first Xenoblade? Yes, it's just enough of, like, all these different stuff that they've tried. I have that game sealed. Oh, no, maybe it's Xenogears. Or not, Xenoblade Frank, Chronicles Xenoblade X. Chronicles. <laughs> Xbox Series X. Uh, Xenoblade Xeno Chronicles X. Chronicles X is ungodly the amount of battle systems but it's right at the brim of what I'm like my threshold. You know, I, I that's my threshold. I really I've never played a monolith game that they made themselves, but I played Breath of the Wild, which they designed the map for that game. Did they? Yes. They the developed Yeah, they the Xeno Gears oh, yeah, the Xenoblade game, they designed the world map for for Breath of the Wild, and I love that world map and whenever I see the Xeno Blade games, those maps it looks like Breath of the Wild, and so that's kind of made me want to go back and play some of those. I hope they bring that uh, Chronicles X over to. I've been waiting Switch. on that. I'm sure they brought everything else. I'm yeah, sure we're waiting will. on that. I still have. They haven't brought everything else. They haven't brought the Zelda well, remake. One of the things. Oh, they will. Don't worry, that's coming. I want to switch back waiting, to uh, the Xbox conference. They did do a good job of, like, the Game Pass, that's their niche. Like, they've really, this one was like, hey, there's a ton of stuff coming. Uh, Halo Infinite, I heard, after the fact, that multi, maybe they explained I watched it. that, is yeah. Is that free? That's free to play. Their multiplayer is free. free. So, I'm the playing The team deathmatch, everything. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm definitely playing it. And then, yeah. But and it looked funny. good. It looked yeah. really fun. It looked like Halo 3, kind I of. I think that might be all I need. I don't know if I need a new single-player Halo. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, why not? I mean, multiplayer. yeah, so I'm I'm Thank looking you. forward to the multiplayer. and I'll... Yeah, it, lo it looks like Halo, but I'm, I'm ready for 4K, a yeah. thousand frames per second. I've had enough yeah. fun with Master Chief that having a modern, you yeah. know, if they stay, like, in that realm of, doesn't look like there's any sprint. It looks a lot like Halo 3. Yeah. So. But one game I want to check more into was Atomic Heart. It's made <laughs> by know. some Russian company. But the trailer looks broken. It looks it, freaked out. Maybe it's my connection. Oh, no, no, it was weird. But it, it was so weird. It does not connect in any way, but it looks like a cyberpunk made in Russia. Yeah. It is, so I was all down for that. I can't even remember. It was like a weird, like, upside-down yeah. clown, like, spinning. Yeah, and like wackadoo just... stuff. So that was right up my alley. And then there was the game Replaced. Which I looked more into this because we were laughing. We thought it was the game they showed about three E3s ago. I think it was like two or three. The last night was yeah. an indie game that like used sprites and it used like the way the lighting was. It was something I've never seen that art style ever. 
and I was really impressed by it, and it's been kind of like dormant. There's, I don't know what's happened in that game. They're still making it, but I found out that is not the same game. That it, the developer said, "Hey, you know, when you make something, uh, people like you know, can be influenced by it." And he was his favorite. Yeah. It was like uh, you know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. So that was a different game that used the same kind of art style. Who's going to come out first? Well, I heard that that other one isn't happening now because that guy got in a bunch of trouble. Well, I think he said, I think they're and... still making the last night. I don't know. Did he get kicked off the team? I don't know. But it's like a Bugs Life ants situation. What's going to be better, Bugs Life or ants? Were you? Bugs I Life love or when ants I love when I just love that when that stuff happens and they come out. At like you remember time? when there was the Jungle Book and then there was like uh, it was like Mowgli something of the jungle like. Who? What, we went years with no yeah. live action Jungle Book. Why do they both come out the same year? Yeah, they want to compete for you that know? same dollar. Or like, in this one is actually cool. Now I was watching videos of Sekiro side by side with Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, because they look similar. If you've never played either of these games, like if Jess, my wife, saw these games, I know she'd be like, "Looks like the same game." Yeah, they are so incredibly different in yeah. every single way, but they look the same. What's and so weird is that you just said that, and I was like. Yeah, those are the same game in my brain. They are complete. They could not <laughs> and I know be more that, I know they are. Like I know, yeah. I know the difference. But I just remember you would see the trailer for both of them yeah. in the same conference. I, I to the degree that I looked at both of them and said, "I'll play Sekiro. I'm skipping Ghost of Tsushima." And I only picked it up later because people just would not stop talking about mm-hmm. it. And then you played it, and I was like, "Okay, it's got a cool multiplayer." And now I'm really glad I'm playing it. Yeah. But I just love that when. For some reason, two... there's too many samurai games coming at one time. I was like, ah, and Neo, yeah, and, yeah. And they showed Sekiro and Ghost of Tsushima. And so like, or like Ants and Bugs Life is one of my favorite ones. I just love it. That's when, a like, good one because then uh, you get to compare these things that are same idea, completely different. Another companies. one, and it. I don't know. It just had the same kind of mood just from the trailers. But another one I always think about is No Country for Old Men, and there will be blood. Oh yeah, they were competing for uh, like picture and. Uh, no Country for Old Men actually beat There Will Be Blood, but I like There Will Be Blood a little bit better. But um, I haven't seen either of those. But yeah, they, uh, they were like, at the same time those came out, but stuff happens like that. No Country for Old Men was pretty good. They're very different movies, uh, too, but it just has that same feel, like, yeah. you know, kind of like Sekiro, you are saying. But Yeah. Uh, you guys watch any cool movies? Anything catch your eye? I think I've already exhausted Twister talk. Um, oh, did you like Elden Ring? What was your Elden Ring thoughts? Cool. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Um, it was my most anticipated game. Because <laughs> it was Steam Game Festival. We were talking about uh, E3. Yeah, we were um, talking E3. I, uh, after Dark Souls 3, which was the last one I played, I was kind of... I loved the series, but I was kind of like... I might be like happy that there's nothing else to play yeah. right now. Because it's just... It's just there. There was I sleptwalked my way through Dark Souls three. I mean, there were a couple parts that challenged me, but I got to the last boss and did all the DLC in twenty eight hours. Like yeah. it just, I knew the formula. This looks like it really mixes it up, and it looks like Sekiro meets Dark Souls. But the overworld is what's really selling me because they do such a great job in their games of like, I'm in this area. And then, like, okay, there's this tower and there's this. Which way do I want to go? And exploring. This is like a Breath of the Wild, like, open zone. But then you'll look out on the coast and you'll see a lighthouse with, like, some platforms. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I could go over there. Or I could go over here. Or I could go over here. And they said it's basically there's five zones. 
and then there's an overworld that connects them. Mm-hmm. And then they said there's lots of little caves and little things you can explore. Oh, that's cool. Um, so it like shrines almost like from Zelda. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying, and Miyazaki's saying, like it it's like Breath of the Wild kind of inspired. Oh. So I think that's perfect. And then you, you ride a horse. I think that's perfect for where that series needs to go. Yeah. Because as much as I love those games, the like tight, like you can go down this corridor or that corridor yeah. or this. I feel like I've done that about as yeah. many times as I can. It needed yeah. to open up a little bit. So yeah. well, that's cool. I'm excited. Yeah. What game is that? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Hmm. It's funny because they also said, will there be a difficulty setting? And he's like, no, but I think this will be the easiest of our games because you can summon friends and you can do like it's all the same stuff you've yeah, always you been able do. to do. Uh, I will say, though, he did in an interview, he explained, you get these like NPCs that you level up. And you can bring with you all the time. And like, so it isn't, it's a single player game, but you can almost build a party of these like adventurers. Oh, that's cool. If you want to play that way. And like, they have different abilities and stuff. And the other thing is they said it's, it's co-op, but they've gotten rid of every freaking Dark Souls game. I got to get the bell chimes and then I have to use the, the humanity. You have to use item and it's so weird. I have to use the humanity so I can ring the bell, the, the bell chimes and then my friend has to ring the bell of dissonance at the same time, and then maybe we'll be on the same server, and then they can enter my world if I accept at the right time, and then if they die, we have to go do all that whole thing again. Oh my gosh. They've got, they said for this one, it's just like, the, it's there's no item needed. You oh. just you just wow, get to a certain part in the story. Figured out co-op, can... that's really good. Yeah. Uh, that's like a Halo figuring out four-player, <laughs> or, or a Destiny. Uh, um, a four-player. Figuring out four-player co-op. Um, did they fix the pause? Can I pause? Um, <laughs> I love not being know. able to pause and stuff. I love that uh, Strangers of Paradise. You could pause in Sekiro, couldn't you? Because it was not online. There was no co-op or anything in that game. Uh, I don't remember. Any of them and that Demon are Souls, on console. You have to go to the photo mode, and that's the only way you can pause. Well, I think you <laughs> can you also... Like bypass it. Can't you pause by just going out into the menu of the PlayStation? Or does that no, not pause? It just... Yeah, causes a lot of fights in my life because I just scream, I can't pause, I can't pause. What does it do? Oh, does it disconnect you from the server when you do that? Uh, no, I think you are, the game's just running in the background and you come back and you see a you died screen. And you're done. But yeah. I think that's it for me three. Not uh, pausing is not good. We'll see next year. You have to be present in the game, Kenny. We'll the good thing is, is constantly is auto saving everything. So also the new Ratchet and Clank came out. I am a huge Ratchet and Clank fan. I looked at the seven dollar price tag and said, "I'll see you on Black Friday, Ratchet. <laughs> I'll see you, Clank, around then." But yeah, that, too many nuts and bolts for me. Let me tell you, there are certain games that I'm like, day one, I'll, I'll pay seventy bucks for that. Yeah, I'm a big Resident Evil fan. I looked at that game and I said, not paying seventy bucks for it. I'll Was wait. it seventy? I'm pretty sure it was. This holiday is going to be fun, though, because then it's going to be like Ratchet and Clank. I'm on the same boat. I think I'm going to be targeting Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Returnal. All in that in that realm. See, and I'll I have paid, a ton of fun I stuff paid to 40, play. Or actually, I paid $70 and got the um, like the deluxe edition, so I got the upgraded Spider-Man. And then, yeah. that, that's worth it to me. But like, I, I paid 70 for Demon Souls, but you wouldn't have one game. For yeah. Your, I, don't, I don't really yeah. count that, you know. And like there are games, like you said, I'll get day one. I'm gonna. MLB the Show was only sixty. Was it? Yep. 
Yeah, I think and some people are PS5. looking at that going, oh, I'm not going to charge six. I have seen some $60, like, extra yeah. title, so. So, like, Horizon, when that comes out, like, $70 day one. Yeah, yes. there's there's, there's like, some games, and, like, some we, people who are huge God of War fans are going to get that. Next Naughty Dog fan, oh, here's 70 like, We talked about it. It's $70 sounds closer to 100 and 60 yeah. sounds closer to 50 Like, I don't know, something broke in my yeah. brain that... <laughs> yeah. I would spend $60 on these games that were like, ah, I think I'm going to like it or it's yeah. a big thing right now. Unless I really am looking for it, I'm not buying something for $70. Yeah. It's yeah. just a bridge too far. They found the straw that broke the yeah. camel's back for me. So, But that was video games. But I told you we were going to get serious. Now we are only going to talk about movies. Proceed. <laughs> we tried to talk about movies and then we went back into games. <laughs> I, I really don't uh, think I've watched... I watched the show. Can we do movies and shows at the same time? No. Only what if it's movies. part of a movie universe? I'll allow it. <laughs> I've been watching Loki. You know? Okay. I want to check that out. You should. You should. My problem is, is that, as I did with WandaVision, I want to wait. Because look. Yeah, I, I, I watched. I watched WandaVision. Brittany and I watched it in one day. Yeah, I think we that's the way. And we watched the whole... And I was sitting there thinking, if I would have had to wait a week for this, yeah. I would have killed myself. I would have like, thrown myself... I did I did WandaVision like three episodes and then waited and then did two episodes and then I watched it weekly because yeah. I was really into it at that point. Yeah, it, it got... It, like the first episode or whatever, I would have been like, cool, can't wait yeah. for next week. Like certain parts of that when it got to the end you guys and... are so opposite of me I love the experience of watching it weekly Buzz well that's off. what I've been and doing now. That's, this is I 2021 that. well that's what I've been doing now I prefer that I really do like when I watch Mandalorian I'd like to, maybe two I'd yeah. save them and do two 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 but like it gets time for discussion with your friends and to sit yeah. on what you just watched and the next one comes like oh here comes the next one when I did you're... like doing it with Mandalorian I will say I, that. I, will, I will say this I don't watch a lot of TV because so much of it is I have to binge it. Yeah. I only watch these shows where they come out one at a time. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's I know it's on the schedule. I know when there's one, I can get caught up and I just kinda do it that way. These shows where they drop the whole thing in one. We need day, the leftovers to come it. to Disney Plus. If they did that and did, if they did that and did it <laughs> one, one episode at a time. How far you are should you take, into that? You should take it off <laughs> You should take it off of your plex <laughs> and just say Oh, a new episode of The Leftovers <laughs> is coming out. Give me text the guys, I just dropped. Did you finish just the dropped. first season? Yeah, I finished first season. Did you start the second season? Yeah, I'm halfway through it. What was like and he's been halfway through it for the last year. I've been Travis. halfway through it for like three months. Come on, Travis. Justin and I got busy with other stuff. Um, You're watching Loki. I like Loki. I can watch Loki by myself. She watches left. I told her, I've told her twice in the last month. I want to watch some more of that. Um, I gotta watch the next episode of The Pastor Guy. Oh, which I've never, I've not gotten to this part of Loki, but the guy that runs Loki says one of the biggest influences for the show was the Lion Cult episode of, uh, the that Lord episode Lord. is <laughs> crazy. And, uh, and Loki, I will say this, cause I don't care about Loki. Like, I, the first Avengers movie is my least favorite Avengers movie. I like mm-hmm. Age of Ultron better. I like Infinity War. Loki is fine, you know, like in the movies. I liked him in Ragnarok. He's just kind of like your jokester, and he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy, whatever. You know, I think Tom Hiddleston's a good actor, but like, um, but this show, what I like about it is, is it reminds me of a show I loved as a kid called Sliders. So so, go with me here. Sliders was a show in the 80s where these 
guy, this guy worked at a computer store and he had this girlfriend friend that worked at a computer store and then he had a professor that was John Rhys Davies. <laughs> so like, and then there was this other guy that was like this singer that was like trying to make it big again after he had kind of, it was this random grouping of people, but yeah. basically this guy in his basement, uh, Jerry O'Connell is, is his real life name. If you guys know that actor, it's just this 80s show where he actually makes this thing that makes him go into different dimensions. And every episode it's, they sucked all these random people into it. They're jumping into a new dimension to figure out, like, how do we get home kind of a thing. And that's not the story of Loki, but just the variety on hand of being able to jump through a portal and, like, there's a whole new thing. Now it's sci-fi, and we're in this sci-fi, like, we're in the future on a different planet. Now we're in 2030 Alabama, and we're in this convenience store doing something. Now we're back in the 1400s, and basically the concept of Loki is, for the show, which I won't give any away because you're going to watch it. I know it involves... Yeah, the the concept is is uh, that Loki uh, from Infinity War. Yeah, he got put into the. He escaped from you know being arrested. Yes. Well, and he, so basically in the show he you know pops up in another timeline because he used this little thing to go in a different timeline. Well, immediately this group uh, <laughs> catches him and is like, uh, "You can't be doing that." Basically, yeah. And yeah. So this whole concept of this show is there's like this, like outside of time group called the TVA, the time variance authority that controls all the timelines and their job is to stop when things start going off of this predetermined path and like destroy the timeline and like bring it back Mm -hmm. onto path. And so there's something that's like wreaking havoc and they want, they capture Loki and they want him to help them with this thing that's causing problems in the timeline. So this show is just jumping all over time and it's really interesting and fun and, uh, and it is very surprising. There are some really surprising moments. Owen Wilson is awesome. Yeah, he's it's like, like this lead like detective. The head of the he's, TVA he's not the head. He's like a middle like level like detective guy. Yeah, it's a detective show where you're jumping between different space yeah. things, and it's six episodes, so like three of them are already out. Yeah, so maybe I'll check that out. I, I like it. I really wanted to watch, especially once I heard what the concept was, and I was always curious, like. If this TVA was like sin- like supposed to keep timelines doing what they were supposed to do, how do they feel about the Avengers going back? They get they the- get they get into all that, and they yeah. and it it's got this show is going to really uh, it it's feels got like to shape the next. It's setting the table. This whole because the whole concept of after Infinity War, like where do you freaking go? Like <laughs> I mean, after yeah. like the stones, there's a scene in this show that perfectly sums that up, and it's like oh like. Infinity Stones mean nothing now. Like, yeah. literally, and Loki has a moment where he's like, there are infinite timelines, and these people control all of them. Like, Thanos is nothing compared to these yeah. people. They're literal They're literal gods, basically. Um, so they have reset, like, the power spectrum in that yeah. universe with this show. And it's definitely, you can see with, with WandaVision and the multiverse stuff coming up, and Toby Maguire is is rumored to be in the new spot next they're Spider-Man saying that movie. Like, Toby Maguire they're going to bring Garfield. all these other universes together, and it's they're going to go wacko with it. And that's I think how that's they're going to solve their. Because if you remember at the end of the last Spider-Man movie, uh, yeah. Far From Home, that like he got ousted. As oh, yeah. soon as they oh, yeah. as soon as they heard they accused uh, him of murder. Yeah, and, like outed his. As soon identity. as I heard that there there were rumors that they were going to bring these in, and then the freaking guy who played Doc Doc Ock, Ock's in he, it. He he leaked it. He's he like, "Yep, I'm in. I'm in it." And it's right after when Spider Man Two ended. Can you yep. believe it? He's in an interview, and people are like, "Oh my god, India." Yeah, he, he was nothing. not supposed to. Yeah, he's not supposed to say all that. But uh, 
that's how they're going to remedy that, I think. But, yeah, yeah it's going to be crazy. Um, I'm glad Loki's touching on that. But WandaVision, I mean, the way that that ended, too, that was setting up, like, yeah. for what's coming next. So I'm really excited. The thing I'll say, though, is now we're in this third show, and then this is their last show of the year. And mm-hmm. then they have some movies later this Did year. Did you watch Captain... I watched all of them. Uh, so yeah. I want to watch that, too. I haven't... Yeah, you should. It, I actually really like that one, too. Um, the thing I'll say about these shows, we talked about melodrama earlier, which is, like, craziness happening instead of character stuff. Mm-hmm. What I like about these shows is, and it's not like Shakespeare necessarily, but like WandaVision, there was a very clear arc they wanted to do with that character, and I feel like they were very successful. I really mm-hmm. connected with that character more. I liked her after that show. I'm more interested in where she's going. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, same thing. I didn't really care about Falcon before that show. I actually really like him now, and mm-hmm. I like, he's kind of this like Martin Luther King type like character of like, I'm going to be my own Captain America, yeah. and this is I'm going to do it this way. And uh, they they do some really cool character stuff with some other characters in that show. And then Loki, this show, I, I mean, Loki's always been kind of a fine character to me. What I like is is they're making him like he's they're saying like everything you're doing is always about power and stuff. But like really, like you seem like you don't like like how like you're not comfortable in your own skin, kind of a mm. thing. Or like you're not. I don't remember the way they put it, but basically the challenge for his character is like. You know, you're doing all this stuff, but, like, there's always a, high, a higher power. So, mm-hmm. like, it's very futile. Yeah. And it's very almost, like, nihilistic in a way of, like, no matter what you choose, like, your choices mean nothing kind of a thing. And, like, having a guy like Loki have to face that is really kind of interesting. Yeah. So, I like that these shows, they put character first to whatever degree they can in a mm-hmm. show like this. I would say even more than, like, something like The Mandalorian, which I like The Mandalorian. What's the character arc of The Mandalorian? Guess you know we took he care of a kid. He doesn't like Baby Yoda. He, he likes Baby. Yeah, Yoda. like to, I'll say, Marvel is way better than Star Wars at this current juncture at telling a human story hmm. um, within this fantastic framework. So. Yeah, I don't know where Mandalorian goes next. Like, I kind of don't either. Find a Baby Yoda. They're gonna do the Mandal. They're gonna do the Mandalorian Wars. It sounds like. Don't really care about that. I never thought I'd be in this position. I would rather have another different Marvel show than another season of The Mandalorian. I'd rather have a new Star Wars show. Give me something new. Like, you told The Mandalorian story. They don't know how to do anything new. We talked about this. I told you this. I had a realization. Every bounty hunter. Every single Star Wars thing boils down to it's a bounty hunter, it's a Jedi, or it's a smuggler. That's true. Those are the only things that yeah. exist in that universe. It's the only thing. Like, show me, like, a cook that, like, gets in <laughs> but the trouble problem is, and gets... I don't think that would be interesting. <laughs> but I think you can make it interesting. Like, I think... You're talking all this Marvel stuff. I... My favorite, like, comic book thing... I could take or leave these Marvel movies, but I really loved Logan. Logan... Yeah. Wolverine is a taxi driver. That movie starts and he's just driving around town and getting yeah. money. He's like broke and doing yeah. all this stuff. And that's what I like. And then it turns into like The Last of Us kind of. But like um, with the little girl, he like guides around the town. But that I thought was a cool catch and that was more interesting to me than any of the Marvel stuff. Recently. Yeah. Like I just like that play on like just find something more normal and just, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, that's, I that's like that stuff too. Yeah. The problem is Disney... In Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. have to have everything be very PG thirteen, very safe. Yeah, they don't take any risks with Star Wars. Yeah, they just don't. Yeah, and that goes back to 
even episode eight, which is kind of like a meta commentary on what is it Star Wars. Is the yeah no, I, and, I, and I that's love that the movie only, for that. That's the only thing of the new stuff that had a soul. Yeah, I it love really that is. movie yeah. for having kind of like a little commentary of like, hey, we want to try something. But what is Star Wars? Like, okay, well, you get to choose. Like, yeah. You're the Jedi. Because Ryan Johnson has an artistic point of view and he wanted to say something. Yeah. And they're not going to let him do his trilogy, it seems like. Yeah. It's not canceled, but it's like 10 years later now. And they're <laughs> still like, he might make it one day. It's yeah. like, because the fan base, they're scared of all the people. Yeah. And, but, uh, yeah, unless they start handing Star Wars to people like that that have a viewpoint and want to tell a new story. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't really like any of the new ones. Like hindsight, I was always hyped after seeing them. Like episode seven was a really fun experience because it was the it was popcorn and icing. Yes, we were, I agree. Yeah. We that were, was the best one out of the three. We were looking I at uh, the movies we were watching. Uh, we've been on the Hankathon. Go back to the Hankathon. But in the middle of the Hankathon, we stopped. We paused a thon, um, and we looked up the best. I was like, I, what are the best? like grossing films of each year and I went back all the way to like the 70s and I just was like oh this is this one or whatever okay that one makes sense okay Jaws uh, E.T. E.T. made a ton oh gosh okay we're getting high but like once we hit 08 like stuff it, got into the billions yeah it blew it, up from 08 on it went to the billions because like Dark Knight was the most sell- like best selling in 08 and from there it's like billions but it was interesting to see. It was like episode one. That was the most of ninety nine or whatever. Well, highest. Titanic blew everything yeah, out Titanic of the water. Yeah, Titanic killed. Titanic set a new ceiling. Yes, and then the next one that did it was Avatar, and then Avatar got beat out by Avengers, and then Avatar came back because I think they re released. Yeah, it yeah they, they're they little turds. Yeah, they, they re released it, it in like China or something. Yeah, they took it back. Um, but what I was going to say was, it was interesting to see, like, okay, there's episode one. And then, like, episode two or three didn't make it, and the rest. But then, or it might have, one of them. But the one that really sold the big sellers, I would say, and then it was episode seven. It yeah. Like, episode whatever. Seven grossed unbelievable amounts of money in the U.S., yeah. specifically. Yeah. It, it did, I want to say it did... Uh, it was ungodly amount. It was, it was, I think it was... Like two billion or yeah. close to two billion in America, yeah, which is unbelievable. And episode eight was on there too for that year. Yeah, episode eight did really well, was, but yeah. Um, and then episode nine was not on there. I the, think people Solo. Like, people so now that you're familiar with these numbers and you know what a Star Wars movie does, Solo made two hundred eighty thousand dollars. That is unbelievable. It, it, it was or two hundred eighty. Uh, yeah, two hundred eighty thousand. Thousand? If it was or a million. No, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Million. I'm sorry. I'm messing up. They would shoot everybody it, on but, the cast. But, <laughs> that's why. That's. But, I thought it was that bad. They made 280 million, which is so. That's still low. Yeah. So unbelievably low for a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I think that the. I think Revenge of the Sith did like 535 million. Yeah. Like. Yikes. But it, but uh, yeah, that's the top. I forgot what we were talking about. All Star Wars going on that, but. Yeah, I movies. Those new movies. Um, Seven was popcorn and icing fun with some Spielberg heart, but it was like, where is this going? Mm-hmm. Mystery thing. Yeah. Eight, I think, had a legitimate thing, story it was trying to tell. I love 70% of that movie. Some of the humor kind of makes me cringe, and some of the subplot stuff, I just feel like it just doesn't, it, it's not great. But I'll mm-hmm. take it with its warts, and then nine is... Nine, I have, nine I almost pair with, 
I kind of almost pair with Solo in that I don't care to see that movie ever again. Like, I have nothing in me to ever want to watch that movie again. To me, Solo is a good movie, and I've seen it multiple times, but it's it's not like the stakes you're used to with a Star Wars movie. Right. So I, I like Solo. I'd say Solo, Rogue One, and Last Jedi, probably my favorites yeah. of the new ones. But, um, but here we are after another nine, Star Wars. Nine just jumped the shark. It felt like so... So rushed and ridiculous. Yeah. And nine, it really the, did feel like they're just like, "Hey, we're bleeding. Go, go, fix this up as fast as you can." Well, nine like, also tried. No, to but do... the, the problem is they weren't bleeding. People, a lot of people hated episode eight. They can get the frick over it. <laughs> it told a clear story, and there are plenty of things you could have done with nine. Nine phoned it in. They brought the emperor back. <laughs> they did phone it in. What are sure. you doing? You could have done. A million other yeah. things with that story. They brought the Emperor didn't they, back. Didn't they interview the, the guy? The Emperor's not even hinted at yeah. in the other two movies. Didn't they interview the guy and he's like, yeah, they just called me up and said you're back. And yeah, I, like, I, don't, I thought he was dead. I do not agree with the people that blame 8 for how bad 9 was. No. 9 could have been a million things yeah. and they picked the dumbest stuff. They had, well, a, they had a trouble with getting the... did they kill diff- Snoke in 8? Yes, which so, is fine. So I think... I wish they I don't give a nothing character. I agree. I agree. I but, love what Ryan Johnson did. They said, Kylo is your villain. Yeah. Kylo needed to kill Snoke. Okay. I don't disagree with you on that point of it. But I wonder in hindsight. Oh, I love that. What was J.J. Abrams' vision? He didn't what have the, one. What was the story? No one had one. He so, didn't so, have one. So he didn't he have just, one when he started Lost. So he, he just did episode seven. He and, did. No, and, that, no, he said that. He said that. He just did episode seven. He just did it. And he's like, here you go. Somebody else can just figure two out. Two other people were contracted to do the next two movies. He And he came in at a nine. He just came in at a nine because they fired Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow. I knew that. And he did not have a plan. And that's that's Lucasfilm's fault. They should have been trying to figure out what the there overarching There should have been be. an overarching thing. They shouldn't have just yeah, said, that's, I mean, that's here you go, willy-nilly. <laughs> like, hey, you go, just make three me, Star Wars stories. If someone handed me the, like, the, the to-do list for this movie and said, Zach, number one on my checklist, when I dump my little crown on my checklist, I would wrote, figure out part one, two, and three. Like, What's the flow? What's the story? Yeah, what's the flow? And They they, they three, made they like, like in, in the first one... In well, they seven, hired the guy that made Jurassic World to figure out the third part, yeah. which wasn't a great in idea. The, in the first one, is like they set Finn up to seemingly be something bigger. Finn's character was ruined from the beginning, and here's why. You start with him at his inciting incident. You don't even know him before. Yeah. The first time you meet him, he's making a crucial decision, and you don't even know who he is. You don't yeah. even know his life. He feels melodramatic from the very beginning because you don't know who he is. Yeah. And it's like... And then you have Kylo Ren. He's not then... set up. He's a payoff with no setup. Mm-hmm. And then he spends the next two to three movies trying to figure out if he wants to fight or not. Yeah. He has no character at all. Like, yeah. he's yeah, terrible I never character. thought about that, but that <laughs> is... That is a like horrible that character. That scene in Seven should have been... That's what the, him and the... Yeah, in the, the Stormtrooper. Yeah. yeah. That should have been maybe a couple of scenes in. After, yeah, in the second you don't know act. who he is. Yeah, yeah, that would have gave more weight. His character was ruined from the moment, and that's JJ's fault. Yeah, <laughs> why C three PO have a red arm? No one will ever. Well, know. I'm fine punish, with that. Punish I, uh, three, punish three PO. I just make fun of that because yeah. people are reading into so much stuff yes. in seven. And the truth is. No one had any freaking the, idea the, why, the why any of this was the it's way just it was. It's a design choice. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, and the, well, didn't the, he make a comment? Like somebody commented on the arm, and he oh, see well, that made was like what a, was dumb. It, that that's where it, they feed into it, which is he has a red arm the whole movie, and it's not talked about. And then at the end of the movie, he has a gold arm. It says, "I got my arm back," <laughs> and there's no scene indicating yeah, anything yeah, about just, that. <laughs> I watched The Big Lebowski, and I've seen it once, and I saw it again during our. Oh, Tom Hanks is. It was a, not a Hanksathon; it was a Cohenthon. The Cohen Brothers. <laughs> The Big Lebowski. Me and my wife have watched... We've rewatched our shows. Went through Breaking Bad. Went back through Mad Men and whatever. And now, like, we're at a standstill because COVID halted all the stuff. All the new shows aren't coming out or whatever at the frequency they were. So we went on Netflix and I was we went to highly acclaimed movies or movies they have on there. I was like, let's just go through these. So we've just been watching through movies. Like, we'll sit down and watch 30 minutes mm-hmm. and when we eat dinner or whatever. We'll watch it keep continuing. So that's our new TV show is just watching through movies. Yeah. My part. So we watched The Big Lebowski, and I saw that when I was younger. I went through like the IMDb. I like, did the same thing. I tried two, to watch that. Yeah, top two hundred fifty, uh, one hundred fifty, and I watched it. and I was like, "This is pretty good. It's okay, or whatever." But it's funny revisiting some of these when you're older because I really, really liked The Big Lebowski the second time. Yeah, going through the first one, it didn't connect with me. The first time, to- the second time, I laughed more and I got more of like what they were going for. Mm. Um, but the Coen Brothers are great. I love Raising Arizona. And, My favorite like, Coen Brothers movie is Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading. Oh. You have got to watch yeah. that movie. Have, it is by have, far my favorite movie. They're very, very fun writing, yeah. like funny, like writing and stuff. But the big, big Lebowski, even funnier this time and stuff. And I really like. You, you would like Burn After Reading for many reasons. It's got uh, Brad Pitt and George Clooney in it. Um, it is the most. And John Malkovich is in it too. Yeah. It is. It's just show. It's just these psychopaths. All yeah. these individual people are psychopaths. And they all get tangled up in this weird government conspiracy thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, this this guy basically, like, loses his memoirs with all these government secrets at his gym. Yeah. And then this girl discovers it. And then all these people make really awful decisions trying to, like, get money out of it. Mm-hmm. And it just bubbles up to this point that there's a scene that is, like, a Last Jedi level or, like, the shocking, one of the most shocking things ever that I've seen in a movie that happens to this character that you're just like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, this, anything yeah. could happen in this movie with what just happened. I see the rest happened. of their uh, filmography. Yeah. They're pretty good. So, it's great. Big Lebowski. Fargo's good, too. I like Fargo. Yeah. Oh, I love Fargo, yeah. yeah. Fargo's great. Um, I just love the balls that they have. They'll just do things that are ridiculous. Yeah, they put characters in really funny situations and stuff, but... This was really good, uh, and then we watched Road to Perdition was on there. That's what started the Hankathon, and we're going to continue the Hankathon. It, the Hankathon's not stopping. I like Forrest Gump. <laughs> that's what's like, that? That's uh, the yeah, first movie Forrest that pops Gump. into my head. Um, I think I and then we want to watch Castaway. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I love Castaway. No, I've never seen that. All never seen it either. Really? Um, I've seen the beginning. That movie is incredible. That movie's very good. I've um, seen that he gets on the island, and then I've seen spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Gets off gets the off, spoiler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's all I've seen. But we watched Road to Perdition, which I've never seen, and the story is about Tom Hanks. Kind of a baddie in this one. He's kind of a baddie boy. I've never seen him be a bad guy. Yeah, if you see a baddie boy hankathon, here's your movie. But it takes place in the 30s, and he's involved in like some mobster kind of gangster stuff. But this guy came, kind of took him in. It's kind of a family business, and he kind of took him in, Tom Hanks, and like let him whatever. And he's a loyal, like helps them make money or whatever. 
But one night, his son, Hank's son, Chet. Was Chet. I think Chet jumped into the car, and they were they were gonna like they had to like shake some down to get the their debts paid. And the one guy that was with Tom Hanks was you know quick on the trigger and killed this guy. He was like whatever. And they look over and they see his son is there, and they're like, oh shoot. And that guy comes back and kills that Tom Hanks wife and his kid. And the other kids like hides or comes after in the house and like hides. And now it's like Tom Hanks and that kid coming back for revenge on that family and stuff because they're trying to kill Tom Hanks. Like, I'll oh, just end it and get it huh. over with and stuff. Like, get rid of him. So it's like a revenge kind of story. It's kind of cool. And it takes place during the Depression. I've never really seen I really it. liked it. I dug it a lot and I, I really liked the ending too. Um, but then we move to, and I have, we haven't finished yet, so no spoilers, but I will talk about it next podcast. Growing up, like, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> family members, my parents, that was like the most very, demonic movie. It was very them. politicized. Yeah. yeah and, and the news and stuff, like, I was in elementary school, or no, I wasn't. I was like in middle school, but it was it was like, this movie is demonic. I remember being else. in church, and, and they they held up a copy and cut it up. Really? They held up a copy and said, this book is evil, and they cut so it up. So, I... Never I, heard of it. I, the the, the Da Vinci, Vinci Code? Code? It was like a huge phenomenon. So, Tom when Hanks... When did this is, happen? It was 06, 2000, 06. Yeah. It was 06 that came out. So, I was... I was 13 was, or 14. It was in that same area where, like, a lot of Christians thought Harry Potter was evil, Da Vinci Code was evil, anything that, like was in popular media and books or in movies that Pokemon. like challenge I knew a lady that Pokemon thought Pokemon God. was evil. So uh, yeah. but <laughs> but I had heard that and that's all I knew is my kid brain and I was like, all right, let's check this out. And it does start pretty crazy. Like out the gate this like goes zero to hundred on some of the demonic stuff they're showing or just crazy stuff. But it's is it actual like demonic? Like it's just crazy code cults, cult Bible stuff, and and Christianity. Basically, and like stuff. we like the Bible is really a lot of like hidden codes from the yeah, Knights the Templar or whatever. Yeah, like. Knights Templar. <laughs> they're like code stuff in this. But it's Tom Hanks with like this black long hair, hit back like Panic at the Disco hair. Is how it starts. I'm like, yeah, I'm in for it. So we're about like a fourth of the way through that movie, and I'm really uh, trying to figure out what the heck's going on because, like, it's like National Treasure for adults. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'm going to steal the declaration because they're like, I'm going to steal the original Bible because they're coming in and they're like, oh, I'm going to steal Mary Magdalene's freaking. They're like, uh, I'm going to. What's wrong what? with you? The Fibonacci sequence here, and then like Tom Hanks is like, no. And it's funny because the girl's like trying to write down the code and he he's going like this and looking at the symbols and she's like, you got this type of memory. I forgot what the name of the memory was. You got this type of memory? He's like, no, but I just remember stuff. And he's like sitting there in Hank Vision. Hank Vision. It's Hank Vision and stuff. So I'll come back with a review, but I'm gonna we're going to continue this Hankathon. I don't know where we're going to end. I might watch all the Tom Hank films. That's how crazy. Apollo 13 is really good. Yeah, I, the Hank. The I've Hank, seen that. That is really good. That movie's amazing. So I will report back. The Hankathon, I don't think it will ever end until yeah. I watch the final Hank movie. You, would you guys, I hear that a what lot. What he just came out, what he just came out of the movie, what, what was, was it? his newest movie? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to ask Siri. Bridge of Spies. I don't... <laughs> what was the latest Tom Hanks film? Captain Phillips. Greyhound. 
Oh yeah, he like uh, he put all his money into Greyhound. That was like his pet project, and was going to come out in theaters. He put all of his money into it, and then COVID hit, and that's that was like one of the first movies that came to like direct. What how's Chuck going to eat? I don't know. Hope. And then last before that was Toy Story Four. Yeah, there was another one I'm thinking of, but I don't know what it is. They think he caught a lot of flack for it. I don't remember what. You know, I'm going to say something. It better not be anti-Hank. No, it's not anti. It's pro. We were really blessed with, like, Tom Hanks, George Clooney, Brad Pitt. There was, like, this tier of actor, and Hanks is probably the best out of them, of, like, the 90s and 2000s. Who is that of, like, nowadays? I'd say Chris Pratt. That's Some the problem because Marvel we have like guys. Joaquin Phoenix and, and like Ryan Gosling who's like really good in a lot of indie stuff. But like as far as big movies, like I feel like it's comedies are dead. Yeah, yeah. Like there's romantic, no romantic comedies are kind of dead. Yeah. Like I did see a video recently, and, and this person was basically explaining like all of that stuff has just been absorbed into like Marvel stuff and yeah. t- and TV and streaming. Yeah, like. When's the last time you saw a comedy? Just a like a really good comedy. Big like Twenty One Jump comedy? Street is the last good comedy I remember. I don't know if I. Yeah, it's half comedy, half half comedy, half. The Purge drama. is kind of a comedy to me. Half, half comedy, <laughs> half drama. But Uncut Gems was extremely funny. Yeah, uh, and I had to answer. That's Tim a but that's like a like a dark thriller. Yeah. I would say like a dark, a dark thriller. humor I don't thriller. Know. They definitely don't make. Movies like they didn't like the nineties. Maybe we're just at that age now where we look back at the nineties and we're like, that was the best time. But the nineties well, and early two thousands. Really... Like think about Superbad. Think about um, uh, what's that the one was, where yeah, they get lost. What's 2000s. the one? Where, what's the one where they get lost in Las Vegas? Uh, hangover. The Hangover. The Hangover. Twenty One Jump Street. Like they don't make stuff like. Do we get like what's yeah the they one? do. They made Sausage Party a few years ago. Yeah, you know, like there's a new get, Borat, or you get well, that's that's, true. that's a little different. I think that's a little di- that's a good one though. Or like you get like uh, what's that stupid movie with the it's, lifeguards? It's movies with like a bear. What was that Teddy one? Bay or whatever the, the Teddy, teddy bear. bear. I know what you're teddy talking bear. about. Or, or like Teddy was funny. Yeah, they have like they have to put an animal now for some reason. <laughs> we're like we're kind of in a dark era like, right now. A bunch of furries. You're gonna be a furry. Yeah, you're either making a Marvel movie or some other superhero kind of movie. I think that's what kind of, that's what or you're making me, Get Out. You're making a Bloomhouse movie. I think for that's like what no money. Yeah. That's what got me on to search for the highest grossing films because Road to Perdition. I was like, this is a good movie, and I haven't like sat down and watched a movie that, like this style in a while. And I was like, how many are like Marvel movies or Disney movies? And like as the 2000s went on, I was like, okay, yeah, like, there it is, there it is, there it is. There's a lot of Disney Marvel stuff. Yeah, I'd like to see some more diversity in films like. Just get back to where it's not a list of Star yeah. Wars and Marvel when it yeah, was coming out. Yeah, I want to see out. something new. Let's see Ghostbusters 4. Crap. It's a sequel. <laughs> like, but, uh, Horizon, when it came out, it was like... It was. It felt really fresh to play. Have you beaten Horizon Zero Dawn? I love that. I love that game. The story was so fresh. Yeah. It was like, it was like an original thing. And it, yeah. it really, like... Refreshed me on video games. Like this isn't the same as everything else. Yeah, it'd be nice to see some of that. Some of that in the cinema. That's why I. You asked me the last time I watched a movie. No freaking idea. I could not tell you the last time I. There's not a lot of interesting stuff happening in big movies. There's a lot of interesting indie stuff. COVID happened, so like I'm, you know. 
what's new coming. But I the just, movies that interest me most now most nowadays are lower budget. The more the indie, yeah. lo, they're not low budget. They're like mid low. They're like they made this for five million dollars. That's a higher budget I than if the, we were to make a movie <laughs> like I, like an indie film. But I kind of got the itch to watch. Uh, Place Beyond the Pines when you were talking about that other Tom Hanks movie where yeah. the that's a good one the people kill that people one. That was and, a good time. yeah I don't know why why it made me think of that but that movie I love that movie that movie had a big twist yeah. I remember it the did. first time I watched it I stopped right after that yeah and then I picked it back up again and started it over and watched it and I was like that holy movie. crap I missed this is a whole new movie that I, movie I goes the, that movie goes places twice yeah like it yeah it's a good movie it is a good movie. Well, I think that is everything. Oh, I did want to give a shout-out. And maybe I'll put in some clips if I remember. I want to give a little shout-out to Game Quest. You should be giving a shout-out to Game Quest as well. Game Quest? No, the shout-out is to you. On our, you got it on our trip, our Route 66 trip, uh, it, we stopped all these different states. Oklahoma, Texas, California, Arizona, all this stuff. In Texas, there was a giant like mural of all these video game characters and stuff. And it was it was a game video game store. And I was like, let's stop in there. This store was I've never seen a more packed store. I'll put some. I, I do want to remember to put some footage in here because there is so much. There was so much I couldn't even see over the counter. It was almost cluttered to a point of like so much crap. What made me laugh, and I'll put this in the video too. I I, I asked the guy, I was like, is it okay if I film in here? He said, like, yeah. There was a like a lifelike Yoda, <laughs> like on the like a to scale Yoda, and on its arm like they had hat like a cowboy hat on it and stuff like they were to put stuff on it, and they, they had a uh, it was cracking me up. There was a like a you know Halloween like bucket, and the bu- Halloween bucket was a Yoda face. So here's Yoda with the Yoda bucket of his own face. <laughs> But they have like action figures hanging from the gutters uh, or the air like ducts and stuff. But that's cool. The place was cool. I found an amiibo in there, and then I found Kenny some Pokemon cards because you got to look out for your buddy. Yeah. Um, a very cool store. Um, one thing that made me laugh: the guy, guy helped me out. Very nice guy. But at the very end, like when we, he was ringing me up, some guy came out of the back room. They were playing like Magic the Gathering. There was like eighteen guys over there, and they were just chilling. And he came over with the phone. The phone was ringing. Hand was like, okay. Hello? Yeah. That guy is a giant alcoholic. <laughs> he is either going to be here or not. You just got... You're, it's all on him. <laughs> he might not show. All right, thanks. Bye. And that, that cracked me up. In front of all, there was other people in there other than me. It was like, yeah, that guy's an alcoholic. He's either here or he's not. Oh, my like, god! I don't know if they were getting supplies or cards or what. Wow. In there, but shout out Game Quest made me laugh. Where's Game Quest? It's in Amarillo. Amarillo, Texas. I do have I have a couple funny stories. If you guys have a moment about Route sixty six, yeah, we went to Lincoln's Memorial. I don't think I said that in that Illinois. Uh, yes. So not That's, the Lincoln Memorial. No, not the one. In no, <laughs> the like his tomb. Sorry, his. <laughs> Got a tomb. We went way off track. We got lost. Is he is he in the tomb or out of the tomb? He's in the tomb. Are we sure? Yeah. Do you I like... looked in there and I went, whoa. Okay. Four scores. Seven years ago. <laughs> this dude's been in there. But I we went and it was like it was a huge like it's they have a huge like thing of his head. And I didn't know this was supposed to have been a local thing. <laughs> these kids came up. I didn't know they were supposed to do this, but these kids came up and was like, Alright, do the thing. 
And it's like, for good luck. And they all rubbed his nose. <laughs> Lincoln's nose. And they all kind of, I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. That's but, a, you know what? That's my dying wish now. So I want to be buried in a tomb, and I want a giant face. And you want people to rub your nose. I want people to rub my nose yeah. for good luck. Yeah. But, so there's a giant, ginormous, like, tomb of him. And, like, there's, like, a statue of him at the top. It's a big tower. But here's the story. Went around the back. And on the back is this iron gate to get into it, like another entryway into that tomb thing or whatever. And it's an iron gate, and it says Lincoln. His, like, word in calligraphy or whatever, his name in calligraphy there. And on that gate, another local thing, a tourist thing or whatever, people put, have, put, have put pennies all over this iron gate, like laid it on the latch or laid it over there. There's tons of pennies laying at the bottom, you know, just kind of a sign of respect or whatever to Lincoln. So there was, like, this other, like, family that came up that was near me and my wife. And I looked at my wife and was like, get a penny, like, let's lay one down. Okay. She got one, lay one down. This lady's like, watch, looks at the gate, and is like, looking at it, and looks over at us. Oh. Why all the pennies? <laughs> and I had to look away. I was like, I can't even, like... Communicate with this woman right now, and my wife, so kindly, much more kindly than I could have put it, was like, "Oh, I, I think because he's on the pen." <laughs> so the whole trip, if we, if one of us said something stupid, went, "Oh, why do you think all the, why do you think all the pennies? Why all the pennies? Why all the pennies? That was our tagline the whole trip. If one of us did something stupid, like, I thought oh, you wow. were. I did not think you were going that direction. I thought you were gonna go the direction of. She starts collecting all the pennies. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. I was just like, dude, we can make bank. We can pay for this trip, all these pennies here. There's at least $8 here. Um, but the other thing with Lincoln, we got to see his home. Like, But this dude was so important that they kept his entire neighborhood. It's one thing to be like, here's Lincoln's house. Cool. Yeah. But when we got there, we were walking down, and there's, like, little, like, you know, like, a kiosk or, like, you know, the placards or whatever you can read about whatever. You started seeing, like, oh, this is Lincoln's neighbor, Johnny. Here's his neighbor, Danny. <laughs> but you walk in, and they have, they have, um, what's the word? Like, they have, like, secured, what's the word? Like, immortalized, immortalized this entire neighborhood. Oh, my god! It's like if... Like somebody down the it's block like became president, and they're like, "Here's Zach's house." <laughs> it's the equivalent of that. And we were like, "Oh my gosh!" But other people had interacted with them. They were like, "Ty was like, oh yeah, this guy um, went and door to door and tried to get Lincoln like this elected. guy mowed his grass. This guy mowed his grass." And it was like, "What the frick?" The entire neighborhood got encapsulated. You guys are doing something so important I that was like, their entire neighborhood yeah. you lived in. I, he was so, a pretty important guy. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, that guy is important. So get to see Lincoln's house, take a selfie in front of it. I wanted to skate just as he would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to skate. I brought my skateboard. I really wanted to do a fifty-fifty grind on the steps, but they had cameras all over. I'm pretty sure you yeah. can do that in like one of the Tony Hawk underground yeah, games. I want to do a nose grind, Lincoln. Hey, that's what Lincoln would have wanted. They also showed a picture of like across the street. It was cool. Like it was like here is that famous picture of his house and you can see Lincoln at it or whatever and it's like you're standing in the spot this picture was taken like, I love when you get to do stuff like that see the little spot pictures yeah. were taken but there was tons of stuff Grand Canyon was incredible like there was this cool it had the best graphics I've ever seen how was the bus in my life. the bus so we stayed also when we stayed at the Grand Canyon we stayed two days there and there was we stayed in a old school bus shouts out just look up school bus near Grand Canyon or whatever Whoa. 
You stay in a school bus or whatever, and it is like they have an outdoor like outhouse thing and whatever else. You're you're roughing it out there, but you are in a school bus with like a cot inside, like a bed. It's been all the the seats have been taken out, but never seen so many stars in my life. Like yeah. it is in the middle of nowhere. You're riding on rocky roads and stuff, but it was incredible. It was it was an awesome trip, but mm. very cool stuff. Las Vegas is cool. Um. Saw a lot of video games there. Did you do a kick they cost, on the slot machines? Yeah. They costed a lot of money to play the video games. Yeah. Do you see Britney Spears when you're in Vegas? She's a little busy at the moment, I think. <laughs> I saw for She's the playing first her own time. video game. Yeah. <laughs> I saw for the first time that video of Leave Britney Alone. Really? Oh, two, You've two, never seen that? <laughs> I've never seen that. That kid yeah. was right. <laughs> that kid was uh, right. Yeah. Uh, wow, it only took uh, 15 years. He was right. Is she... Is she really okay, or is she not okay? She's not thinking? okay. Well, what do you mean? She is 100% she, being held against her will. Yeah, you yeah, think she's being held against her it's will? It's not a thing. She 100% it's, it's, is. It's yeah. 100% proven. They have her legally... It's yeah, like it's, aliens. It's we already proved that last I know week. what they... I know some of what they... Uh, In I've what heard, circumstances is it okay for a four-year-old woman to have to give all her money to her dad and like make $2,000 Because what happened was she, she had... She had, she had $8,000 in her bank account last year. Yeah, I don't know. They are straight up using her as a slave. I don't know all the details. They have kept her... Any, I mean, any detail, that's the detail enough. It doesn't matter if she's legally insane. Yeah, They're totally exploiting her. I think a Let lot, her go be insane somewhere. Don't yeah. make her keep performing. It's so freaked up, Kenny. She's performing that, right now? She's yes, still performing? Yes, she's been performing. See, I didn't know, I didn't know all that. That's yeah, why I kind of asked... That's why I asked, like, what's the deal? Is she okay or she not okay? Oh, dude, it's 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 so fricked up that I think I would, the last I read they're gonna like get the bar association in because attorneys and people were not doing what they should. Well, like, she's like she was never. I heard that she every time that she had representation, that the crazy. only representation she was allowed to have was representation that her family yeah, like it, appointed. It her. was really she's been her. used as a slave. Yeah, yeah. it's like been, also think about this through modern lens, and there's a lot to this, but. In like the 2000s, remember she had her breakdown, she shaved yeah. her head. Yeah, 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 She shaved her head. They took her kid away because she shaved her head. Like, that was part of what they said was like, this woman is not like able yeah. to have a kid. She shaved her head. That's what they said in court. <laughs> it's like, nowadays that would never yeah. happen. You if would you watch never the Britney, have that happen. That Britney documentary, it's like, uh, a lot of stuff got uh, not looking good back yeah. in the 2000s, what we did. But hashtag, leave Britney alone. Hashtag, Hankathon. We'll have updates. <laughs> Aliens. Oh, the, the report. We should do the follow-up. One last thing, because the last two podcasts we've been talking about aliens. Are they real? Uh, aliens are real, confirmed. Well, our government won't name them. They won't name the aliens. But the government, the, the, the document did come out, and they just said, they are objects. We don't know what they are. They won't name them. They're like, we just don't know. Well, what they, they don't are. know what they are. They don't know what they are still. They're UFOs. They're UFOs. That's but, what a UFO is. It's a something that they don't say, know what it is. We watched X Files and we believe we're with Mulder. China. It could be China. It's China. But I don't know if they can make something that fast. I don't know. We'll see. Fiber internet. Well, oh no, that fast. was in the report. They came out and said we've got information about like Russia and China and stuff. It's not them. Like they don't have the technology. Like we we've seen in their little back labs what they're doing. We've seen what they're doing with their raspberry pies. <laughs> they are not making. They're too a, busy. Making they're not something. making <laughs> objects that defy space and time. They're not. 
They're updated. They just up, launched the new update for COVID nineteen. We're Delta. not. This isn't that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making. Jokes. I know. I know. We do talk about COVID though, and it is defeated. So thank you. No, it's not. You can't go to like okay three countries right now because the Delta strain is running rampant. Yeah, the Delta update sucks. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell it to say that we gotta we gotta download an update to the Pfizer. This is worse update since Final Fantasy XV <laughs> Ultimate Edition. <laughs> they fixed COVID. No man's sky. They fixed yeah. it. The Delta update was not good. Not my favorite. Yeah, but it's like when they would patch uh, Cyberpunk and it would break a bunch of new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Delta. We, we got the good. vaccine for the beta, and then they this went to bad. the Delta, and now the Delta's. Out of control. Yeah. We got to get the Delta update for the vaccine. But then they go to Gamma and we're doomed. Yeah. So we'll see what the next update to the Dwee Bros podcast. If you like the podcast, if you like aliens, and if you want to continue on the, the Hankathon path that I'm taking, I'm kind of like a Jedi of Tom Hanks. While you watch all the Tom Hanks movies, I'm going to watch all the Chet Hanks like Instagram okay. videos. Instagram reels. Does he have a TikTok? Yeah, I'll watch all his TikToks uh, and then we'll come okay, together. We'll and come together and maybe there's like notes. maybe there's like a like there's a, like there's like an overall urging story. Yeah, like the, some, the Hank's universe. The Hank, the Hank universe, Hankiverse, the Chetiverse, the Chetiverse and the Hankiverse <laughs> are coming together. I feel like Chet's whole life is like a Loki spinoff. Tom Hanks is Infinity War life. <laughs> like some weird thing that you know, yeah, but I watch, but nobody else. Check us out, Dweebo YT on Twitter. Check us out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Thursdays at 7, the Hangouts are back. We're doing some crazy games, crazy escapades. Is there any Tom Hanks video games? Like Toy Story. I can play a Toy Story on Super Nintendo. I think there was a Da Vinci Code game. That feels like it was like a PS2 movie tie-in. Yeah, there had to you have might been. be right. We might be playing Da Vinci Code. Yeah, hey, that'd be up. fun. All right, but thank you guys for watching. Any last words? Peace be with you. What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? <laughs> we'll end on Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks Respect. Uh, mine's Forrest Gump. It has to be Forrest Gump. I love Forrest Gump. I think it might be. I stayed home. I stayed home one day from school, like sixth grade, and I watched that movie. It's a good changed one. my life. Love that movie. I'm looking up if there's a Da Vinci Code video game. Okay. And we'll end on there it. is. We'll be playing it soon. 89% liked this video game. See you guys later. Oh, yes. <laughs>